0: This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Comic Book Click at TeePublic.com. Take a selfie rocking one of our shirts from TeePublic and use the hashtag CBC Worthy for a chance to win two free tickets to see Captain Marvel in theaters March 8th. Just click the Shop Comic Book Click link in our show notes to make a purchase or follow us on Facebook for more information. Remember, you are worthy.
1: Last September, with the leaves just beginning to hint at the fall to come, divisions of Virginia moved into their house at 616 Hickory Branch Lane, Arlington, Virginia.
0: Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're listening to this, you can only be here for one reason, that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you by Comic Book Click, and as always, I am never alone, sir, please introduce yourself.
1: How's it going, everybody? It's Jonathan Escudero here, a.k.a. Yogi.
0: Yogi is here in studio, and he's the one that did that so eloquent intro uh, into this uh, particular episode of the Major Issues Podcast. And that's because we are diving into a very delicate story, a very... very, um, Ominous Depress- story. It's depressing <laughs> depressing <Definitely>. story. <laughs> the, um, Tom King's Vision Run, um, the volume two of Vision, which came out in 2016, one of the one of the works of Tom King that people uh, cite as to why they see him as um one of the great prolific writers of today. And as somebody who has had my share to say about Tom King, you know it's funny. I was reminded that about a year ago, to this day, we did our cat bat episode. Oh, Oh, happy anniversary. That's crazy, right? (laughs) So a year ago, I was basically banging on the walls saying, why is this man writing Batman? And, um, you know, I read his Mr. Miracle Run and I really, really dug it. Um, But this vision stuff, bro, I guess, you know, we actually haven't spoken at all, uh, even uncandidly, candidly about about this book. But how did you feel about it? What what overall um, feelings do you have after reading it? And uh, did it surprise you in any way?
1: well the first feeling i have is obviously that i'm gonna need therapy now but like <laughs> i got i got you, you know uh, there's this running joke online where it's like if you read a tom king book you know get ready for depression <laughs> and and this this book is one of the prime examples of that he he so many so many themes so many so many different so, so he emotionally invests you into these characters and then just rips your heart right out of your chest mm-hmm. it's I really enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed this read. I thought it was great. It gave me a new... It, this is actually the first Vision-centric story I've ever read. Like, I, I've never actually gotten around to reading the, uh, the the Vision and Scarlet Witch miniseries. Like, this is my first time. So I know it's volume two, but I never got around to reading volume one. So I'm like, I got a new appreciation for the character and and his mindset and, and how he felt after he lost his kids with Scarlet Witch and everything like that.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was... Um interesting that when you do a, a deep dive on the character even though the character has been around since uh, avengers number 57 in 1968 um he doesn't have many runs you know like he's he's on the west coast avengers he's on the regular avengers he's on the new avengers he's always around you know he's he's a handy hero and he uh does what's right when when they call on him when they call him to action but we didn't we never really get a deep dive into his psyche his psychology and and how he lives his life and um When you think of comic books in general, especially, you know, the big two and, and, you know, cape stuff, as people like to say, um, you think of these epics with this, you know, uh, mustache twirling villain in the background and how our heroes are able to overcome and then defeat that that glaring evil. Uh, But this kind of doesn't go that route. There isn't a really big mustache twirling villain in this. It's almost, I mean, would you say Vision is the villain? I would
1: say I would say the villain of this story is his own mind or their own minds which actually is like an allegory for real life sometimes the villain of your story can be your own mind
0: right and so you're dealing with this complex story where you're it's not the same beats that you would uh normally expect and what I appreciate from this run and the um and the Mr Miracle run that he did that was uh so great is this juxtaposition over what's actually being said in the word bubbles and what you're seeing. And I feel like he does it way better here than he does in Batman. Maybe I'm, I'm, you know, biased, but
1: no, you're, you're right. You're definitely right. Sometimes the thing that like, he has these techniques that he uh, leans on, but sometimes they work better in short form stories than they do in a long one.
0: Yeah. And this story read to me a lot of times, like poetry, a lot of times it, it read in this, like in these large florid ideas, Um, Really descriptive and stuff. And um, another thing, another cool thing about this is even though it's a moderately modern comic, there isn't really much backstory, you know, a homework that you have to do in regards to um, the characters. Anything that they want you to know, they kind of let you know. They kind of let you know the relationship between Scarlet Witch and his relationship with Grim Reaper, his relationship with Ultron, uh, his relationship with the Avengers. Um, Simon Williams yes with Simon Williams <laughs> yep. I actually didn't know that part I I, I, th- I thought maybe I did a little bit but I wasn't 100% sure that that was actual Simon Williams what brainwaves, right? That they said they used.
1: Yeah, yep, that was one of the that was one of the like I the only reason I know that is because I remember like uh, I don't remember where this was, but I remember that Vision was dealing with the uh, like whether he actually loved Scarlet Witch because he loved her or because those were because Simon Williams loved Scarlet Witch. You know, Simon Williams for a long time had his own crush on Scarlet Witch and when those brainwaves were used to create Vision sentience, yeah. Vision uh, it was it was like it was a good question you know do i actually love her or like is this simon williams
0: yeah and um th- this this like robot uh our android synthesoid, i don't want to i don't want to you know offend him uh, don't this, be racist yeah you understand <laughs> this this uh this idea of like what sentience what's humanity it's it's a really big idea In science fiction, like we've seen things like um, iRobot tackle it. Rick and Morty kind of does the existential crisis of robots, finding out that they're alive (laughs) and they're only meant to do one certain thing, maybe. Um, uh, Blade Runner deals with this Westworld, whether, you know, if things have uh, memories and emotions and they can feel pain, does that make them real? Uh, We have things like uh, Data in Star Trek um, and, you know, whether logical... You know, are humans logical? Like is that idea also because we claim to be the the smartest, biggest, toughest species, right? That's the reason why we get to pick and choose what we eat, and and uh, you know the, why we're the kings of the jungle, in in, in many retrospects. But I, what I liked about this book was, in many ways, it showed that one of the most human things about us is our ability to be illogical, and use ah uh,
1: that's a yep and that you, was a definitely one yeah and you oh, sorry but, about but, that. but
0: also like use Logic to be illogical, <laughs> like like make up our, like make it up in our own minds that oh yeah this is what people do or this is what we should be doing in this, um, and I I guess be- Go ahead,
1: before right. we get before we get too far ahead, I guess I wanted to put this question out there because it's one of the themes in the book. Like you were just saying, um, a lot of um, one of the common things I see is that what makes us human is our sense of self. You know, we 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 are aware of what we are. And so, 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 um, it's, it's like a loaded question, right? But what do you, what do you believe? Like, does if if we create something that eventually ends up, uh, developing a sense of self, is that true sentience?
0: Right, and is that is that true living? It's a hard question to answer because, you know, um, it, it reminded me, I, I was it, I robot it was one of those uh, ones where they build a robot and then that robot builds other robots, <laughs> and it's like, well, then that robot is the father of those other robots, right? Like, the same way that they talk about Ultron as, like, grandfather and all the other kinds mm-hmm. of things. Like, it's weird. It's like, um, what's crazy about this book is that I think it tackles so many really heavy questions, philosophical questions like the one you just asked, without ever really giving us a clear-cut answer. Um, when you talk about, like, what, what, what would make sentience or, um, you know, what makes something normal, what makes something alive... It harkens back to this one thing that they keep drumming up in this story, right? And it's the idea that Vision has saved the world, what? 37 times.
1: 37 times. (laughs) Yes.
0: And he repeats that over and over again. And it's almost like he's repeating it because to him, logically, that should make him immune to everything. Immune to criticism immune to uh robotism immune to you know anyone feeling any bad way like he looks back and he thinks like why am i why am i not normal why am i not looked as as the same when push came to shove i went out of my way and i saved this world 37 times like what 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 else do i have to do and um it also goes to show like how we face this problem in social issues where people will be like well you don't think I'm human because I'm I'm this race or I'm this creed, this color, this sexuality. Well, what if I try to assimilate? What if I try to make it normal? And then what usually happens is we move the goalpost further, right? We say, Oh, a robot can't be um human, they don't have a family and then the robot gets a family. And you go, Well, they can't be human because they don't get this and it just keeps seeming like the more they move in the goalpost, the more vision is trying to <laughs> move it as well. Yeah. Like oh so it's because i don't have a family well now i got a family oh it's because we don't sit down and have mundane dinners well i can do that too oh they don't go to school well we'll send them to school like it, it none of this stuff is logical. i thought I, go ahead, brother.
1: I thought there was a great there was a great scene uh later on in the book where they the, you see the, the synthesoids the visions they don't eat but <laughs> it was suggest it was suggested you know why don't we go out to a restaurant you know oh yeah we don't eat and then he's like you know what no I would absolutely love to do that. I just, it just, I want. He's just this entire book. He's just striving for this feeling of normalcy. It's, it's so tragic.
0: Yeah, and um, you see how he is alone, or like in his in his most vulnerable moments. These are things that he's worrying about. And while, while while the daytime is out, and while you know the the sunshine is burning. He's out there doing his nine to five, but the true darkest moments, the true saddest moments, the true most introspective moments are when he's alone, which again is very human. That's very right. Like I'll just do what I gotta do. I'll be on the grind, you know, work the grindstone. And then, you know, I won't have to worry about life. I just do, just do what I'm told and be where I'm supposed to be until you're home, until the lights are off, until you're in bed. And then it becomes, well, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? Am I, you know, doing these things? what did you think of the overall idea of vision making a family? Like is, has that fallen in line with anything that you read before about the character?
1: Well, I know that, I know that I, uh, I even spoke about this in the book, but it was one of the things that I thought of immediately. Like what, well, um, well, um, is he still have, does he still have this lingering love of like Scarlet Witch? You know, like when the book first started, I was like, man, he's created this whole family. Like, I, and then, uh, they actually mentioned how the wife, Virginia has preloaded memories that she would look into and sometimes they make her cry. And I wondered, you know, where does the preloaded memories come from? They come from Scarlet Witch. So that's that was what I that's what I told myself just straight from the beginning. Eventually, it is revealed where everything comes from. But I was just like, is this it just goes to show how it just goes to show how human he already was before he went around to creating a family. You know, he already had this 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 feeling of something missing because he has already felt love i mean i know i know um they some people forget this but like him and scarlet wish they had a family yeah, you know yeah. they had ki- they had kids they were created by chaos magic but they were kids you know <laughs> So and, and the feeling of missing that, of longing for that, he was, he was, already, he was already human. So for him to, to come around and make this family for himself, it's just, it just adds more layers of tragedy onto this already sad, sad story.
0: No, it's a good point that you say that because you would think, for the most part, a Vision book would be Vision is a robot, he's a fish out of water. We're going to see him make a, a bunch of uh, stumbles trying to be human or trying to fit in with humans. And the comic relief will come from the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing. And that, you know, like every other robot movie ever made, right? Like every other robot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But in, in the weird contrast in this story is the idea that vision is assimilated, that vision does can, you know, walk into a room full of humans and make them comfortable with him. And, and, and talk the, the, the small talk that they need to talk or understand the weird sensibilities that humans have, whereas all his family are fish out of water and they're the ones that are drowning, trying to figure out what, um, what, 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 what am I here for? Why did, why did this guy make me, um, they used an analogy uh, later on. I like when they were going over like the cool stuff in his house, like the vibranium piano. Yes. And the ever-bloom tree, but they talk about the uh, the water vase, the the water vase of Zen La, where it's something of the fact where like it's poisonous to plants, so like no plant could ever actually be. So what's the point? Yeah. So what's the point of it? its existence? Yeah, and that's it, and it screams. It's the same thing with the visions, but even with humanity. Like I've heard people say. You know, I don't want to have kids. Why do not want to have kids? I don't want to bring them into this in this world. I don't want to bring them into the what they perceive to be a wrong world. If they're not going to be happy all the time, why even put them on this earth? And it, that's a, that's a profound question. You know, like if you cannot guarantee the 100 percent safety and happiness of your children, you know, what 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 does that place in your mind as to the outcome of whether or not you want to have kids? And in this instance, vision Knew, I mean if he has the computations of a regular computer and logic sensors and all that kind of stuff, he had to have known that no clear cut good was gonna come out of this. Like no well He he knew
1: good. he knew it was illogical. It's yeah. illogical to have a family. It's a lot it's illogical on so many levels. It's illogical for a robot to have a family. It's illogical for people to have a family in mm-hmm. an environment where it's not safe, you know? It's that's why I love the idea of the the, va- the vase that they got from Silver Surfer because um, it's, a, it's, it's just just like you said earlier, the idea that you can find humanity in illogical things, yeah. you know? So it, so I'm sure that he thought to himself, you yeah, know, I know that this is illogical, but being illogical is being human. And if that's what it takes, then here we are.
0: As, um, I One of the other really human moments, uh, well, I guess we should just uh, get into – All of what is The Vision by Tom King. And I like that the the two volumes that were in this set are um, Little Worse Than Man and Little Better Than Beast, which is like, those those are things that people have used to describe other, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually when they use those kind of terms, they use them so that they're able to do really, really terrible things to them. Um, and so this is written by Tom King, drawn by Gabriel Hernandez Walter, even though issue seven, that flashback uh, issue, is uh, drawn by Michael Walsh. It was, um, I thought that. Oh, did you like that? That,
1: uh, that I, I, I liked that they used a different artist for that particular issue because of the nature of that issue. You know, it was connected to the story, but only in that it was, uh, it was needed to like flesh out some backstory.
0: Yeah. And the uh, issue, um, series like this do take. Uh, issue sometimes to do some backstory or just like a tangential story but this though still, still felt a hundred percent like um necessary reading to understand all of this like even though the artist changed and a lot of it was done in the past it really really felt like um like you were getting a a a, a, a metric ton of of insight to what was going on when just going back i i love with it Marvel, when it's actually my said, favorite like, issue is it really yeah, but it, in like I like the like it was hard to like
1: pinpoint you know what it, my favorite part was. But there's this. Um, I guess I guess let's get into it because I don't want to jump ahead for the people that are just using uh, for that are listening without having read yet. I don't want to jump ahead of ourselves. So let's yeah let's yeah
0: because uh, yeah, I'm finding myself doing the same thing and it's just <laughs> um, I I did find out I knew of Viv. I didn't know that she debuted in this. This is this is her first time we see her uh, mm-hmm. in Marvel Comics is uh, um, in this. Story and what a tragic story for Viv, right?
1: Like, oh man, we'll
0: get there in a second. But, um, I love that it opens up with the narration that you were talking about, and then it deals with, um, we're dealing with humans and how humans will deal with other and how humans have dealt with other for a very long time. And you have this situation of like, uh, should we even get them cookies? Do they eat cookies? They're a bunch of toasters. And uh, that stuff, were you ever taken aback by humanity's um, view on these robots or
1: synthezoids? I don't know that I was so much taken aback as, a, as much as I'm like, these, the, the, humanity does this every day. You know, And we don't even have synthesoids in real life. We treat each other like this. Yeah. So they would, if, if we did have synthesoids, they would absolutely, people would absolutely react just the way that society reacts in this story. Yeah.
0: And so you see we, we from there, you you know, there's hate crimes actually done to them. We see people uh, have the ca- confidence to go up to them and take a selfie. But a lot of people just do it from the bushes. And uh, we see that Vision himself seems pretty happy with this family. He doesn't mind, you know, sharing them around, and introducing them. And they, they do all the small talk and stuff. But my first inclining that things aren't 100 percent great in Pleasantville is when they get into their most logical argument ever. <laughs> where it's like you don't call them kind you call them nice or they don't seem kind they seem nice
1: and they say you know it's crazy because they're like they're they're a bit robotic in their discussions about that but then at the same time i've got myself asking myself these questions now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> No, and, we, and, and even like even though they're both using the logic s- center of their brain um, they're still able to correct each other with nuance, which is what we do in, in our relationships, right? Like we'll be like, yep. oh, you know, that was, that was good, but that wasn't, it wasn't great, you know? And he's like, yep. well, I thought it was good. So if, what, is, what is good to me? What is good to you? And all that. And the fact that she, he says something like, um, well, then the phrase is meaningless. And then she, he's like, well, to assert uh, truth, which has no meaning is the core mission of humanity. And I'm like, wow, that... you really think highly of us, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but it just shows like the, the, that it is the parts of us that are unsharpened and, and, um, a little out of whack. Those are seemingly the ones that he wants to take on the most. And maybe he got that sense from Wanda because Wanda is kind of sort of an emotional mess.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's what that was one of the things that I told myself. Where I, where in the beginning of the story, I started thinking, you know, vision is uh, if if vision's got his brainwaves from a person, then that means that Virginia's got her brainwaves from someone, and if she did it, most likely it's Scarlet Witch. And if it's Scarlet Witch, is that the best person to model a, another sentient being after? Because you know, she's got her own issues.
0: And when did you take that? Senti- when did you take that, those brainwaves and sentience? Was it when she was like going crazy about her children? You know, was it when she did the yep. no more yep. mutants fiasco? Uh, that lady has had enough problems. Um, and that idea, like, I found myself very sad every time we went back to Virginia because she almost didn't understand why this overarching feeling of dread was constantly on her.
1: She, she, she didn't I she, think that one of um, one of the things that I really liked like you were mentioning earlier is how she she's just constantly questioning vision like you know if um, if you say that this mission is meaningless, this mission of life is meaningless, then why do you insist that we take why, why do you insist that we're doing this? Yeah and I think that that's I think that that paradoxical way of living was one of the things that uh, that I don't want to say broke Virginia she wasn't broken. But it's just one of the things that really, really sc- screwed her. <laughs> her, just her it, just,
0: it, it literally makes no sense, right? It, Again, doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense. I, I love
1: this, uh, this one quote from The Vision where he's like, the, the pursuit of an unattainable purpose by absurd means is the way of freedom.
0: And it's, it's like, like, what? But it, it, it comes from the thought that he was originally created as he says, pre, you know, right before that sentence, he says, the pursuit of a set purpose by logical means is a way of tyranny. That's what how Ultron created me. And he's like, you know, Ultron created me with a logical purpose. Go handle that. And that's what tyrants do. But a real person, a way of freedom is to just have a, a dream and then use weird ways to accomplish that dream. Yeah, <laughs> And it's like, it, it, when um, all these things are, li- I mean, literally... Psychology uh, classes are filled with people with and all kinds of questions and, and um, theories and stuff. And so to see a robot try to uh, encapsulate human existence in a sentence, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> really, bro? That's what you think? Like, <laughs> clear cut. Um, we see that they uh, have brought their children into one of the most um, profound schools in Virginia. He lives by the White House, he's like the uh, DC liaison. He wears a nice little suit and tie. Yeah, I think he's... Yep. (laughs) What do you think about uh, Vision's DC job? I think that of
1: all the people that you'd want, that the Avengers would want to be the liaison between them and Washington DC, it would be the very logical, uh, the very robotic vision. You know, where where some of the Avengers might have problems controlling their emotions when it comes to things like uh, dealing with uh, diplomacy and things like that. Vision... Would we'll just be able to you know take uh <clears throat> take the information he's been given and bring it back to Avengers Tower and tell you what they think
0: yeah um and that even speaks to a whole nother thing like i said this this book is like a Russian nesting doll of like themes <laughs> and um ideas because vision would be that be the perfect avenger because for the most part he'd never complain right he would never. Be like, why am I stuck here? Why you got me doing this mundane task? Why do you have me doing, you know, the light work or the bureaucracy part of the Avengers? Vision is built to do what he's told, kind of, you know? And um, it's this idea, You before you had said um, that uh, something broke Virginia. And I like this idea of broken and unbroken. Later on in this book, we see Viv get... I think viciously attacked, even though it's a robot, I think that the gore is played for for a reason you know for you to have like this this yeah. outward reaction so- of like Oh my God, even though it'd be the same thing like stabbing a refrigerator or stabbing uh you know a washing <laughs> machine, but we become so attached to these people that we see this this humongous display of violence, and um it we see um that viv is like literally injured, and later on. Vision goes to great lengths to physically repair her and get her back to being quote unquote normal, back back to being OK, back to being alive. I, what I find is weird is that and this is maybe Tom King's um, overarching feelings of like like mental health. And uh, we've seen him tackle uh, topics like PTSD before. And as a former soldier, what this read to me was this idea that Viv got. The exact treatment she needed right away because you could see her her um what was broken, you can see that the literal scythe went through her chest or you know and that that needed to be fixed. Virginia is literally breaking in every issue a little bit more she's stuttering, uh-huh. her logic is is being thrown off, she's not making sense she's breaking things, she's hurting people, and at no point does vision go to fix her to check on her to to run to that aid and be like oh there's obviously something wrong that we need to fix.
1: And that so, says a lot about us too in real life where we 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 you know somebody breaks an arm somebody loses somebody loses a girlfriend or something you 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 know you know you can yeah. see it. But there are the people that are broken on the uh, or that are breaking every single day. Then that live next to us or sleep next to us sometimes and we don't even notice it.
0: Yeah. And it sends them down this spiral and what makes it even worse and I know we've all been there at certain points in our lives is this idea of then the the realization that we might be broken. The realization that there might be something wrong with us and then that urge to want to be normal. At various points, she literally just repeating, everything's okay. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. It's all normal. It's all good. And she's saying it, you know, almost trying to convince herself while unraveling. Like this woman at many points is just sitting at a table alone or staring at the window yes. alone. And I'm like, poor thing, but she has no other purpose. Her purpose is to serve Vision and to serve the family.
1: So and we're actually in uh in issue one, there was this uh this this great scene where Vision where where, where first they're supposed to be sleeping but then we're also explained that they uh the visions don't sleep you know they don't they don't need to recharge because their power comes from the sun but they do shut down at night so that they can process the day's input and and eliminate which is unessential so it's their version of sleeping again another version of them just trying to be normal even though they don't have to and vision vision is like questioning himself like you know why we why are we doing this like if, if 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 uh if I can't, uh, if I can't feel, if I, if I'm not supposed to feel, why do I feel this dread right now in the middle of the night? <laughs> like, man, what's and, going on?
0: And that dread, bro, I'm telling you, one of the, you know, the the writing is amazing, the art is fantastic, all the themes are amazing, but one of the things that makes this book uh, click for me is that weird, like, um, sort of like um, ominous narrator that, like, yes. is, it that that's like. The the visions are walking down the street. Too bad, in a week there will be no street to walk down, and you'll be like, what? "Oh what? man, what?" Wait, that that was <laughs> what's
1: going. That's on? <laughs> one of the things that threw me off right in the beginning of the story, where we're still in like Pleasantville mode, and we're being introduced with uh, with the with the neighbors, George and his wife, and they're like arguing about the cookies, and they're like. Uh, Towards the end of the story, George and his wife will die in a fire. His <laughs> last, you know, her last thought will be, uh, his last thought will be of the love that he had for her and how much time he wasted. Her last thought will be of the water vase, yeah,
0: you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what? It's but, like, yo, <laughs> oh my god, that that narrator, you know, adds a level of cognitive dissonance to this that is needed because it, it, it. It breaks that logic center because we are humans are humans, are creatures of habit. And so certain things are automatically going to elicit an emotional reaction towards us. And while we want our, the protagonist or the person that we are in the shoes of to have that same emotional reaction, it never comes. I mean, eventually vision gets emotional towards the end of the book, but from the narrator, they never pick a side. It's always, well, this happened and that's the factual thing that happened. The sun rose. The, you know the trees uh, fell, and you know uh, the birds chirped, and that's it. It's not how you know. Um, there really is any nuance in it, and so whenever they're like um, later on, Viv has a conversation with a boy in school, and it's like although she won't live long, Viv goes on to play this this uh, conversation many times in her head. That, that was, would hurt the,
1: too. That that, that would hurt pressing. because I'm like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know?
1: But talking about um, Viv. Being in mortal danger, right? (laughs) To the end of the first issue, where, um, as we mentioned before, you know, Simon Williams Wonder Man is uh, he his brainwaves where we used to make Vision. So uh, Simon Williams' brother, the Grim Reaper, is actually who attacks Viv. You know, he shifts, he sticks his Grim Reaper scythe right in her chest, and uh, Virginia, with a very human, very uh human reaction, kills the Grim Reaper. To yep. save her, well, to, to stop him from harming her son after he already harmed her daughter. Yep. And but now this is
0: the beginning of her spiral. And he, she kills him with the cookie sheet that the neighbors brought over, which is pretty funny. Um, and, you know, right, right when that scene happens, the narrator, again, cold as hell, is just like, uh, you know, a comment of Virginia's about Vim's, Viv's use of passive voice in the essay on Arabic translation movement seemed to upset Viv. She got up from the table and moved towards the kitchen. And then you turn the page and it goes, That's when the blade went through her. And <laughs> you're like <laughs> You're like, wow. And she does, um, you know, the the mom, Virginia, she has a very human moment. Uh, where she goes to defend her child at the expense of the Grim Reaper and kills the Grim Reaper, but then very much like in a human sitcom or something, says, like, don't tell your father. Like, not, she lost.
1: Not, she actually lost herself in that moment of emotion, where she kept bashing and bashing and bashing the Grim Reaper's head in, to so the to the point where her own son, who she was protecting, is like, "Mom, you know, he's dead. This, that's it." So, and and you know, like you said, then it jumps to like back to Pleasantville, and she's like, "Your father can't find out about this."
0: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and it's the weird thing of like the we, the weird horror, horrifying aspect of Viv on the floor, just saying like, "Mother, mother." Mother, mother, like, oh these are, again, these are machines for the most part. Um, but wow, like, I, I'm feeling already issue one. I'm like, I feel bad for Viv. I feel scared for the family. I don't know how I'm supposed to be taking what's going on with Virginia. Cause she, uh, w- what, what does it mean for a robot to lie? Why lie? Are mm-hmm. do you, do you lie out of fear? What does that mean? What are you scared of? All that kind of stuff. Um, but we don't have to deal with that uh right away cuz we deal with her actually lying to vision and him visualizing everything that she's telling him and um she what i like is that um as she's telling the, as she's telling the story from her side he's like she's like yeah he tried to slash me and then i faced through him and he's like yeah it tickled didn't it and she was like huh and he's like yeah when he slashes through me it tickles and she's like yeah it tickled (laughs) you know
1: i'm i'm almost certain that he knew she was lying like but he needed to convince himself that this is you know what she she uh i don't know if maybe he maybe he was because he created his family maybe he still had thoughts of them as uh creatures that can't lie or something like that but um i'm almost certain that he knew that he knew she was lying. But another another thing that we were gonna deal with in this issue was how how uh how Vin reacts to Viv's to to, to what happened to Vib. You know, he's all he's going through things now.
0: Yeah, he was you already know? dealing with his own stuff. You know, kids are constantly poking and prodding at both of these children and asking, Are you normal? And um later on we go through literally people looking up mean things to call them because they don't really, you know, it doesn't roll off the tongue, so they're all looking up for like, um, racial stuff to say about robots. Yeah, they're
1: looking <laughs> for robot slurs.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, this is, you know, hate goes deep, but a guy will end up uh knowing later on as CK shows up to the to lunchroom room. is like, hey, your sister's my lab partner. She's not coming in today, right? And she's like, he's like, nope. She doesn't feel well. She's out. And he's like, well, uh, does she have a number I can call her? And he, he's just like, keep repeating himself of like, she's out. She's ill. You know, she's out. She's ill. And he just starts to ramp up the aggression and just be a, an obnoxious kid of like, hey, I'm not, I'm not asking all that. I'm just saying, do you, you know, do you have her number? What's your problem? All this other kind of stuff. And again, um, so beautifully the text versus the subtext, everything that you're seeing there, you're seeing Vin choke out a adolescent child, an adolescent boy in a lunchroom full of people, but the background is just talking about how Vin and Viv would have conversations about how synthesoids and humans are probably more alike than they should be or not alike at all. And so you get this weird thing of like, um, uh, Humans are like robots because you could hit this one vein in the neck and they will shut right off. I feel
1: like it's it's a double it's a double thing there because you know he's like synthesoids are like humans they've got this off switch right here. But at the same time, uh, synthesoids are like humans because look at what he's going through. He just crushed an apple in his hand based off like his emotions. He's yeah. he 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 was dealing with emotions. He's very human.
0: He acted out.
1: He acted out exactly.
0: Um, one of my favorite parts of this book is the uh the i guess you call it the pa- parent principle. Um, oh yeah the conference, <laughs> conference. <laughs> um i never had so much like fear and arousal and <laughs> um respect for vision that i do in these series of panels where he's like I've saved the world. Like, what do you think this is? Like, we. who do you think I am? I'm not just going to let you, like, punish my son to the full extent of the law. You're going to punish him like you would punish any other kid because my kids are any other kid. And I uh, am Vision of the Avengers. I have saved this planet 37 times. Each day you live, each day, each breath you take, each beat of your heart, each is due to my actions. 37 times over. <laughs> And I don't know if it's just the lack of pupils or what it is, it, but whenever he <laughs> wants to, whenever he wants to like stoically just state his point where you can feel that there's might behind it, but he doesn't want to act physically. It's intimidating.
1: Oh, it is. It is. And I thought that, that I thought again, like what, like dealing with this theme of the principle, uh, that being forced into accepting these kids, you know, I didn't want that. It just reminds me of like the, the, the environment t- uh, today. You know, like, we had to accept these immigrant kids even though I don't want them, you know, like. Or think to...
0: about being a straight uh, principal where you have gay students. You exactly. Know, you may not understand their, their path or their plight, but now they're here. And the problems that, de- that you deal with with bigotry are, come along with that. And so to many people, instead of just saying, oh, I wish these problems weren't here, they go, oh, I wish those people weren't here. Because if those people weren't here, then the problems won't be. And it's the same thing here where it's like, oh, you know, all these kids are un- entitled brats that treat anyone that's other than them like scum, but it's your kids that's the issue. You know, let's, let's kick your kids out of school. And, um, it, it it's crazy. And it happens again, right? It says like, well, maybe if the principal acted then, maybe he could have saved the world. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what, <laughs> what, what's going on? What's going to happen? What do you keep hinting at? What, what, what craziness is going to go on? Um, and, you'd you have the regular kind of uh mundane conversation about like what they're gonna do with the kids and what they're gonna do with um with themselves and that they love each other and let's go on let's move forth let's be merry and then you find out that virginia's being blackmailed
1: oh that's that was that was messed up but i knew that i knew that the burial was gonna come back to haunt them anyway because i feel, i think that we forget to mention like uh after she uh at- yeah, after she killed the Grim Reaper, she buried his body in the backyard. You know,
0: just in the backyard, so, like there's. A, just... I, I love that. The, I love that the cover of the next issue is her like trying to sweep him under the rug, <laughs> him under the rug or whatever, and it's just that, like just just covering it up. And um, real quick, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, that whole idea of like us versus the other. And um, there's a quote in this book that says, "You cannot hate what you don't know. They don't know you, therefore they're incapable of hating you." Perhaps I might concede that they hate the idea of you, but if this is true, then your task is a simple one. You must merely have to show them that you are not that idea. And many times in this book, every member of the vision family goes out of their way to show that they should not be feared. And the result is frightening. (laughs) The result (laughs) is something that people are like, no, that's exactly why. That's exactly why we're scared of you. It's because of stuff like that. And, um, was this a a futile mission, like at the uh, end of the day? I, I mean, I don't want. I don't. I don't.
1: I, I f- I understand the the feeling of wanting a family, and uh, I wouldn't say it's futile because uh, I mean he got what he wanted. You know, not 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 all the way though. As you as we'll as we'll talk about later on, things got really crazy this experiment of his, or maybe it wasn't an experiment so much yeah. uh, as it was just him trying to find a new way of life. But um I don't know that it was futile because like he ended up he, you know, as 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 people who are who read Marvel comics right now know Viv exists in the Marvel universe. He's got his daughter now. He's yeah. still got his So um he he definitely got what he wanted out of it.
0: He got family. He got his own personal
1: it just, he just yeah. went through he just went through a lot to get there, but I mean that, again, that's like that's very human. That's we very, go through a lot very,
0: yeah, that's a very human experience
1: yep. We so, go through a lot to get what we want.
0: to open yourself up to love is to open yourself up to heartbreak it's It's, it's, it's both sides of that same coin, and for every great moment that was achieved with this family was an incredible setback that could have you know broken the sanity of normal people, and you actually see the sanity of a of a synthesoid snap literally unravel and for many reasons but one of them i i would have to believe is the idea that no one saw it or no one took time to see it and that's very real to me when we talk about like mental health and all those kind of things like that like somebody unraveling at the seams um and to bring it back to what i was saying before this idea that you know they would use vision because he doesn't complain what is normal is normal just not to complain You know what I'm saying? Like, it's normal just to not, just to be out of sight, out of mind. Is that what you think of as normal? Like, are the, to be a normal robot is definitely that, right? To just act and don't question, to never, you know, doubt or, you know, um, wonder. It's just all facts and figures. It's all um, numbers in your head that you're just crunching. And so, stuff like depression. Which is very human at this point. We we are diagnosing it, and we're we're trying to work on it and spread um, the awareness of mental health and stuff. But if you're trying to be human, do you take that with you? You know, does depression come with you? Is that a part of normalcy when it comes to being a, a human? Dread, a fear, uh, you know, um, pain, suffering. Are these things what make us human? Oh. do you need them to be in a robot or a synthesoid? For That's the, a authentic? great.
1: That's a great segue to the next scene where Vision is, uh, working to bring his daughter to, to heal his daughter, right? And, uh, he's working with Tony Stark and, uh, there, uh, he's phased into, he's phased into her body and, and now they have to run a current through him into her. And Tony being the genius that he is, is like, you know, just turn off your pain receptors. But and that, and that actually, that acts, that lends to a question like, how do the Avengers view Vision? Do they understand that he's a human or like, do they see him as a robot?
0: Yeah, in this instance, you have to believe at the very least that Tony has at least a soft spot for his, his plight, right? But is this Tony humoring him or is this Tony actually believing him? You know, is this Tony just going like, oh... Well, he's like,
1: humoring you know, him for sure because, because, you know, Tony is like, he's smart. He, know, he would know whether or not Vision needed his pain receptors on to complete the the task of bringing Viv, of reviving Viv. Well, not reviving her; she wasn't dead, but repairing her. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you know what? Whatever you want, I'll do it anyway. And I think that that goes to show that Vision just wants to be human, no matter what it takes, even if it hurts. Yeah. I just want to be. I just want to be normal.
0: Later on, they talk about like he talks about what he considers. A kind of illogical and and depressing cycle of life of parents constantly sacrificing for their kids. And there's kids growing up and sacrificing for their kids. And even though it doesn't make sense to him, it very much to him is human existence and so to live in human existence again to not to be the dead horse is to be illogical to have no you know to have for some of this stuff not to make sense because we are so ruled in emotion and he does have emotion for these family members he does have love and appreciation uh for these family members and in this instance you know he's the mother that could pick up a car right to lift to save his 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 daughter uh, his daughter's life and I love the whole, um, Tony Stark, you are my colleague, you are my fellow Avenger, you are my oldest friend, but if you touch that button, I will kill you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's... And I believe him. I believe him. I believe him in that moment. I believe him in that instance. And, um, I think that with this, with Tony Stark's appearance in this, you start to really get the beginnings of, what's going on over there with those visions? (laughs) You know, like, you start getting the beginnings of... Should we be kind of worried? Like, we, we know you're doing your own project, but you just ran out the house, you know, with a half-broken daughter. <laughs> and now you're telling me, you know, I <laughs> need to electrocute you to keep her alive. And this is something that means that much to you. Like, what does this all mean? What does this, uh, what does this mean for the rest of us? And the, there's a, you know, he, um, Vision, or Viv comes back to life. And they hug and they embrace and they're happy to see each other and they're happy to have beaten death um and lost. But Tony's face reads like, "Uh," like, you know, like, I don't really know what's going on here. And I I like that. You know, Um, I like that Tony, who is so well versed in in all things, AI and um, technology, is starting to see the flaws, which, again, are very human in this in this machine.
1: He's actually he almost looks like disgusted by what's going on. Like he you know, vision vision brings Viv back. She's alive, you know, she stops saying mother, 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 and then, you know, father, I'm I'm back. And they, they make it a point to focus on Tony's face and he's looking at them hugging and he's like well, uh, you know, what the heck is going on? And then the narration makes it a point to point out like later Captain America asked Iron Man how it all went and he says, Fine, bad normal. Bad, I mean everything was normal. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> and then again that idea of normal. Yeah, that would be like if, if this was a father at a hospital, you know, all the all the the, the the gamut of emotions, fear, anger, all that stuff that vision was showing, that's all that is all normal. But again, constantly This idea of what is normal in this instance, in this moment, in this, with these people, what is normal. And, um, you, humans don't get to do what they did. Humans don't get to cheat death like that. You know, we do have, uh, surgeries and, you know, emergency, uh, situations and the miracles of modern medicine, but vision in an instance was able to bring something back, you know, like bring something back from the brink and, um, Later on, when he's not able to, you can almost see the heartbreak, you know, this idea that everything's fixable um, and this other idea that they were postulating later on in the story of um, NP not being P. You remember that whole that whole thing? Yeah, it's,
1: a, yeah it's, a, it's like P is a problem that's solvable. And NP is a problem that isn't solvable uh, easily, right? You can P is a problem that you can find the shortcut to solve, and NP is a problem that would be more difficult. So, like, is are all P problems eventually are all NP problems eventually P problems? And, and if they aren't, then you know, like, is, this, uh, is uh, how hard is it to actually solve one of these MPs? Um, I I actually really like that. I really like that. Because that's, that, again, that's like one of the things in a story that's like, ah, I deal with this type of stuff in real life,
0: yeah. you know? Yeah. And, um, th- and also the idea that, like I was saying before, Vision makes a family. Does a normal robot family cause no problems slash peace, right? Did he think yeah. when he made these guys that everything was going to be smooth sailing? Does having peace problems, does that make them more human? Does that make the family experience richer? Because, they're, because we do, in our regular um, lives, go through problems of all sorts and sizes. Sometimes we feel like we have the answer right away. Sometimes we don't. But the thing is, we are conditioned as humans to know that these things are going to come, right? And we know we're going to have problems, and it's about getting through to them. I don't know if Vision knew that they would be facing so many problems, especially problems like blackmail and murder and all this other kind of stuff. Like he did, he seemed to have programmed for everything but that, but the nuances of what imperfection does to people and uh, introspection and all that kind of stuff. Um, imagine that. Imagine every day waking up and crying and not knowing why, but oh, knowing man. that you have this feeling of just overall sadness and dread. Like, how does one live past that?
1: Like, and so, and that's a question that we can actually ask because there are people dealing with that every day. Oh no,
0: you ain't lying. Every day. Yeah, you're not lying.
1: Yeah. We- actually, um, we 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 got shown uh, Agatha Harkness, who was uh Scarlet Witch's mentor in the world and everything magic, who's dead now. So we've actually we're actually shown her in the in 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 the afterlife, and by by, uh, through her story, we finally begin to understand the purpose of the, the plant, uh, the, the, the blue plant. I forgot the name of the plant. <laughs> um,
0: the Everbloom? Ever ever?
1: It's the, it's, it's the Everbloom. I think Wendigoer, you're right about it. The
0: Wendegore, the Everbloom of Wendegore. It is,
1: you know it word? is, and we'll call it the Everbloom, because I know at least that part is right. But it, it's actually, if, when you're reading this, you notice the Everbloom is ever-present, it is yes. always, pre- it's almost in every single issue, it is in multiple pages. And we're finally shown the nature of this, where it's like there's a, a folklore where if you eat one of the petals, you know, you can see the future. And her Scarlet Witch and Agatha used to laugh at people who would do this because they didn't understand the true nature of the plant. And in order to see the future, you have to first, uh, you have to first, uh, you you petal
0: right? The
1: pedal, yeah, the pedal right? actually has to be eaten twice.
0: Yeah,
1: you eat it first, and then you kill something, and you eat it again, and that's how you can see the future. So eventually, actually, that that's um, that's the explanation for the narrative knowing what's going on in the future. So we we that I thought that was uh, I thought that was that was pretty. There's a message there that I'm still trying to figure out about the pedal. Eating it first and then having to kill something in order to see the future.
0: But also the idea um, that we express later on, which is that um, people will get sick just trying to get a glimpse of the future. Like just trying to, um, you know, forget what's actually happening right now. Um, Because tourists used to go around and try to pick these petals and people were like, um, they didn't realize that they had to do this ritual. And so they would eat the petals. They it like crap, and then they would throw up all over <laughs> at the airports and stuff. But it's this idea of the of the search for the future when you when the future is in your hands, kind of. I, I kinda guess designed. not
1: enough people are willing to sacrifice what they have to in order to get to that future. Yeah. They want the easy way, which goes back to the NP problem versus the P problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so we are shown and told a vision of the future. No, no pun intended. A vision of the future. <laughs> Um, that ultimately does not come about because of individual choice. So re- regardless, right? You can take this. You can have the uh, taste of the everbloom. But if if choices are made in in between the you know the the present and the future, you could ultimately change the future. And um, the desperation, I guess, to just bypass all that and just let me know what's gonna happen. You know, like. Bye, 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 let, me, let me know what's going to happen. Um, that's a very computer thing, right? That's a very...
1: That's um, a very uh, robotic thing, yes. I think.
0: Yes, to just, just like... But... We, but uh, we, we don't think of it as in like, we have 24... I have 24 hours today. I have 24 hours tomorrow. I have 24 hours. A day can mean so much depending on the experience, the emotions that are had, what gets accomplished, all that kind of stuff. But logically, robotically, 24 hours, 24 hours, 24 hours. And in the same sense vision is living in existence um logically he can just add up all the variables in his life and get to the answer of what's going to happen in 20 years but instead he much rather do the very human thing and figure out every day as opposed to yeah uh ingesting some kind of magical flower and figuring it out at the end of the
1: talking about uh talking about very human things the very next scene we get vision uh, who was about to explain to his wife how there were some inconsistencies with her story about the Grim Reaper being distracted by uh, by her by his wife Viv wanted to distracting him with like sex. Yeah. Which which, which I, was I, was like, like, <laughs> I was like
0: wait a minute. I was like wait a minute
1: I didn't even know they had sex. You know, but, but, but um now I'm curious. You know, like, <laughs> how did is, that
0: work? The funny thing is I didn't think they had sex and like you said, obviously they seem to be pointing in that direction, right?
1: Yeah, well, she's, like, getting, she's, like, she clearly, like, she comes in, she drops the, uh, she's got, like, sexy lingerie on to distract him, and clearly he's getting distracted, right? And then slowly, you know, slowly the lingerie comes off, then comes off the panties, and then, you know, she grabs him and pulls him closer and kind of shuts him up with a naked body and, and takes off his pants. Yes. So, but- I mean, they, I guess that in his, uh, in his search for humanity, you wouldn't, this is a very human thing. You're gonna have to give these these synthesoids, um uh, sexual body parts and there's actually a, uh, back in issue one what the neighbor points out how he expected vision to feel like, like a robot but they but they don't they're not like they don't feel like clangy steel he oh, says right, right, uh yeah, yeah he have, says that he, yeah. he feels like a like a like a sandwich bag or something right right so i'm like i guess they do like i guess they do have sex and i'm um, being the pervert that I am, I'm, like, wondering how does it work. <laughs> I'm going to need to <laughs> well, ask
0: Tom King. Being the logical pervert that I am, I, I would have to jump to the conclusion that it works perfectly. And not only does it work perfectly, but it's literally curated by the guy who's who, who's in it, right? Like, he's, he's, the just... one, he's the one who gets to customize this wife to get, like, everything that she's doing. If he didn't want it, she wouldn't be doing it. She wouldn't be I'm doing, almost, like, flirting. I'm almost certain...
1: That he modeled her after uh, Scarlet Witch too, after Wanda. I, I'm pretty, like, body-wise, as well as uh, mental.
0: Yeah. And we've seen For how sure. she can be quite the uh, charmer. It's yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we, the other juxtaposition that we get with that is the, um, later on, I know I'm jumping ahead a bit, but the the joke, right? The toaster joke. Well oh,
1: that, that was actually my fa- one of my favorite things of the book where uh, where where like you were going like you were saying that he there's a joke that he heard from Janet Van Dyne, the Wasp, where it's like one toaster turns to the other toaster and says, "Hey, uh, didn't you feel a little empty?" And then the toaster looks back at it and says, "Oh shit, you know a talking toaster, toaster
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they, that, and they crack up, but he tells the same joke to his new wife, which has the imprint of Scarlet Witch and nothing.
1: They don't she's laugh. already, they heard, don't... she's already, she's already heard the joke.
0: That's true. Yeah,
1: that's that's one of the things that um that they made a point to point out. It's like she when she would sit alone at night sometimes, or while visions at work, and she would look through her preloaded memories. That was one of the things that stuck out.
0: Um, what I, I also like. I, first of all, I pop every time they have an argument, just because of how lo- logical their arguments are. They have a lot uh, argument um later on that sounded like shade that we say in normal relationships which is like um didn't you say or whatever whatever and it's like i told you this just go back and replay it like can't you just replay the part where i told you the specific instructions to uh this or she says like i sent you this and i know you saw it why haven't you responded or whatever and i'm like (laughs) they wrote these guys are robots and they're, they're doing the same petty like
1: but again, you gotta remember they're not robots. That's, that's one of the that's one of the themes of the book. Like the idea of as as he, we as humans, we we assume. So we have all these assumptions, and we expect them to fit inside of that box, but they don't because they're not what we think they are.
0: How do you feel about the fighting Redskins?
1: I thought that was great. <laughs> that was hilarious because the, again, that's one of the themes of the book. Was like where people people. It's like racism, and you know, like uh, like things like that. And and in real life, one of the controversies was, uh, you know, like the football team, the Chiefs, using that that very racist characters that that caricature, the logo, you know, the Indian, huh, wah wah wah, that that outdated racism and vision. Who has to deal with this type of stuff every day? Grabs the football out of the kids' hands, who, who actually were having this great conversation about trust versus faith. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> he just looks right into the soul of the reader, like, what is this logo? He's
0: almost, almost, almost asking us yeah. to answer for it. Like, it is. It it is. is.
1: <laughs> what is this? You know,
0: what's your problem here? And the, um, the, the Native American is obviously crudely uh, drawn, but the complexion is almost the same as vision. Like that beet red kind of like, you know, it actually, it's the same exact color. And it's like, it's, it's to go so like, and it's funny because he's angry at the kids, but the kids obviously didn't do this, right? This is obviously a bigger thing. The, um, the son says later on, like, oh, you know, um, we have a new mascot. That's the old mascot, but they haven't been able to scrub. um, You know, they haven't been able to get rid of all their bad para- uh, paraphernalia. And he goes, hmm. yeah, yeah, so I love- is typical, that's, That is typical of most humans As, as <laughs> much as he is human,
1: he's not going to accept that part of humanity. Yeah. You know? like
0: Yeah, that's... And he's that's- like, There's still, there still are, you know, no pun intended, monuments to atrocities out there. Yep. Yeah, they are. So, like, why are they not down yet? Well, because humans are still trying to take them down, you know, tactfully. And so he's like, that means nothing. If you're, if you're treating humans like other then you're just wrong. It's very logical, yes or no to him. It's not about complexion. It's not about race, creed, or code to him. Why would you ever characterize, make a caricature of a human being? like That's, that's hurtful. And um, these synsoids these feel a whole gamut of emotions. They feel shame. They feel disappointment. Um, and I, I guess that is to say that those things are part of the human experience. And so... But
1: there's also the idea that vision... Is trying so hard to achieve normalcy that he's actually holding his kids back in some way, yeah. just a little. Yeah. Where they're like flying around playing football, and he's like, "Hey, we're trying to achieve normalcy here, and that doesn't include flying around." And I'm like, "Vision, you live on Earth six one six. That's pretty damn normal."
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know. What? It's like, it's like another thing is like he he says that now, but he's lived decades at this point, and he's done. A numerous amount of uh, uh, he's had numerous amount of experiences. So to I would bring say about knife... actually
1: like a decade and a half maybe because okay. I think you know like the Marvel sliding timeline is funny. Um, everything like everything starts with the with the Fantastic Four and that was like that was that takes place now. I think like post 9-11 Oh wow. Now, yeah, due to the timeline sliding forward, I think now that takes place post 9-11. So, Vision would have been alive, mm, I want to say like 15 years or something like that.
0: Okay. I dig that. But he's been mm. able to explore the nooks and crannies of existence. Oh, absolutely. That's long Yeah, so to, so to bring something new on Earth and then be like, don't question anything, do what I say, is, I mean, that's a lot. That's also that's, lot so, to,
1: to, to that's so pretty. That's also some things that some parents get. That that that's like a very parental, you know, like yeah, uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, like what is it? it? I don't care what your dreams are. You need to be safe and have all your fingers and toes, and mm-hmm. you need to be, you know you need to be okay. I'm much I am much more, um, interested slash worried in your physical well being as I am everything else, you know. And yep. um, that's that idea of out of sight, out of mind, right? Your kids are okay. The, yeah, they're my kids are okay. They're they're not complaining. So they gotta be okay. I
1: thought it's I thought it I thought a pretty sad thing was uh watching Vision tell his kids, you know, you know, try so hard to be normal, try to be normal. And no matter how much they try, in the very next page, they go back to school and they're like looked at like freaking like weirdos. And then that's where the quote that you mentioned earlier about them hating the idea of the synthesoids instead of knowing them, that's where that comes in. Where it's yeah. like now we've gotta we've gotta show these people. That we're not what they think we are.
0: And maybe that's, that's the juxtaposition that this, uh, this issue in particular was going for because you do get the moment of vision lowering his guard and, and attempting to throw the football like a synthesoid would, you know? He does, he does engage in the flying around with his children. And in that moment, they all seem so happy because they are not denying who they are. They're not denying, you know, what they're capable of. And so the idea that you would ever have to stifle any part of your personality to make others feel okay, um, that's very real. Right? That's very human. That's very uh it pick us up. That's at, uh, very uh, human. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Up. And people have been doing that since the dawn of time. Like I will I know I like this, but I will keep be a little quiet about my like for this because it might bother some people. Now we live in a much more appreciative world where people can just be who they are and scream at the top of their lungs. But um, I was having I, this conversation where it's weird how the idea of normal is always an outsider's perspective. Like we, you look at something and go, that's normal. But woke up to that person, couple, or, or, you know, and ask them and they'll probably be like, no, it's not. I want normal. And that's normal. And they'll point to something else. You know, that's, normal is always an obtainable thing in the windshield. That you're going exactly. Towards. It's yeah.
1: it's not. I don't think that normal even exists. You know, no normal is. I guess just live your freaking just live your life the way you want to. You know, normal normal is not something you should strive for.
0: Yeah,
1: normal is something that just is. Live your life and don't try to fit into anybody else's box.
0: Yeah. And that this is, they, they, I think they're really trying to uh express that. But you can see the outsiders that. It
1: started like, to, it started to work. As you can see, like right now, like right after that, you see that the, 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 the boy who Vin choked out earlier for asking him for getting aggressive with him is now like, you know, I actually, I understand what he was mean. I understand what he was saying, what Vin was saying because, uh, I've had partnerships with you, Viv, and you're actually really cool. And like, I really enjoy being, like, I enjoy being, I enjoy partnering with you. Uh, actually, he, he, he has, uh, he has a specific conversation that Viv takes with her for, for the rest of her life.
0: Man, that she was re- the most like walk to remember esque moment of this book. Like, I'm yes, it, it was, it was poignant. It was sad. It was, it was like kind of giddy too like you can tell that she was enjoying even the little flirtation that's going on the little bit of attention uh, the little bit of curiosity towards her and her life you can tell that she that she enjoyed it and um that whole like the rain rain goes right on me like that's yeah, really- he was trying to
1: understand her. That was great. Like, that's what we need to strive for as a people. We just try to understand the person next to you where he's like, you know, doesn't this rain bother you? Or, or are you like a robot or something like, you know, and she's like, well, it goes right through me. Again, that's like, that's like, that's on so many levels. That's so cool. Because like, don't these insults bother you? Doesn't what these people think of you bother you? And that goes right through that goes right through me. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like at every point you think that you, you think that you got what's on the page, but it legitimately has three or four alternate meanings in the narrative of everything that's being done here. And that's why I like that every time that um you think you're going to get something profound out of a big splashy page of like action and stuff, it usually isn't in this story. It's, it's when they're quiet. It's when they're, you know, it's just two people walking or like now two people on the phone. You know, where it's like, where they're having this this argument and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, my love. I didn't mean to tell you that you weren't important. I'm just saying that I work for the Avengers and I got to go to work. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh, oh my God. But even then, like her worrying about that and her worrying about getting caught uh, for the murder and her worrying about just like, it, I, it, it almost also showed like where you get these caricatures of like these 1950s housewives. That were never yeah like a step
1: any... like a stepford wife
0: yeah but also the ones that were never given any gumption to do anything else but serve the family
1: yeah in a way that was like a product of the 50s too they were very yeah. that it was you know post-war the women were uh, the society was uh, was switching women back to their position that they were before the war even though they had just spent 10 years like working for the family because the husband was gone so it's yeah. like some women took that better than others did, you know?
0: Definitely. But,
1: um, and even though that was an inspiration for Viv here, I don't think that, that she falls into that category, though. Mm. As she works, she works. Like, she, she's dealing with so much, you know? And, and she's just dealing with so much for, for and, and honestly, sometimes I don't even know if she mm. knows why.
0: That's the worst part about it. And isn't, how much of human suffering is that, right? Why? Why me? Why this? Why now? And um, she she deals with that. I do like her sneaking off trench coat. She has a, sne- <laughs> she has, she has a very stylish. I'm sneaking off. Maybe she saw that. That was very human. Very I human. was worried that someone
1: was gonna blackmail her like sexually. I was like so worried because I'm like, are they? Able-
0: <laughs> oh, cause you're, like a I was out. coat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and they had just did the scene where they introduced the fact that they do have sex, and I was like, oh no, yeah. you know, where where are we going with this? And then they, she gets, so she sneaks out of the house, she gets to the other house, and the guy's like this big chubby creeper
0: looking through it, and I'm like, oh no, where are we going? <laughs> oh, and then the first thing he does is be like, yeah, I got a gun, and I know how to use it, and I will use it. And it's like, I was, oh, I was down, like, oh bro. no, calm down, bro. But we find out that this is CK's pops. Yeah,
1: this is CK's Pops, the boy that was trying to understand Viv. And, you know, he he hears the conversation between Viv and uh, his Pops where he's like, listen, even the Pops is like, it's like just concerned for himself and his kids. Because he was just going over to talk to to, to the Visions about what happened in school. And then he sees her burying a dead body in the backyard. And he's like, listen, I don't want to take this to the news. I don't want to take this anywhere. I, I don't want you to do anything. I just want you guys to leave. You know, I just want you guys to leave. And Viv does not accept this and he's pulls out his gun because she's getting closer and closer and then he shoots. And because she's a vision, it phases right through her. And unfortunately, CK's right behind her. You know, and he those, was shot that twice. A
0: series of panels. The fact that you can see her face, like you can, you know, and you're like, "Wait a minute." And it's kind of like a pain uh uh, you know, wh- uh, voice bubble behind her. And I like, yeah. oh my God. But, and you know, like, normally I would
1: see this coming. You know, like, yeah. normally you can see this coming. You know, like, I don't know if it was the idea that I had the wrong idea of what was going to happen or, or if it's just the way that it was written, but I didn't see it coming.
0: I, I, <laughs> I, did I, didn't, I didn't either. And, you know, to be fair, it, it's kind of gratuitous. Like, you can see the bullet holes in the child. You can see the blood coming. <laughs> and I was like, This comic got real, and I thought it got real when Viv got stabbed. But I'm like, this is what what are we doing here? Like, what's going on here? Like, this is so crazy.
1: Then it gets even worse because Viv takes her hand, turns it into uh, diamond hard steel, knocks the father into a coma that he'll never be able to come out of.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I really dug the escalation of it. And I really like like the, dug the series of panels because it does start off relatively calm. And he's just like, uh, you, you guys need to leave and stuff. And, um, I like what he says, like the line of like, um, uh, where is it? Like, I'm like, he's like, I'm just trying to be real or whatever. Right. Oh yeah. I'm just trying to be straight, trying to be real with you. You know? And she goes, yes, I know, but please understand. I too am trying to be real. And I was like, uh, oh, this is about to get, two people trying to be real when real recognizes real one
1: of the one of the very one of the tragic things about that scene was that the conversation between viv and ck was playing in the narration boxes Uh, and i'm like uh and then that last very last panel is that racist caricature uh indian thing with blood splattered all over it
0: yeah
1: so i'm like Uh, like this again like just that panel by itself if you were to take it and put it out of context like that means so much you know like but then in the context of the story as well it's like wow like so layered
0: and seeing the father like literally look like a maniac holding this kid his his dying child in his arms like his eyes are bald his mouth you know he, he he looks like a monster and you can you can almost hear him screaming, right? You're reading this along, you can almost hear him like, We'll catch you, we'll get you all, we'll kill you. And in my head, I'm like, Yeah, I don't know if you want to say that, bro. Like, this is gone know, too yeah. far. And she is willing to clean up all her mess. She came here to clean up a mess. So <laughs> she's gonna clean up a mess, bro. Just you get to dictate how big that mess is. And so when she knocked him out, I actually thought she killed him um when you see him in the hospital in the, uh, in the next uh issue i was quite surprised i actually thought that she that it was dead i thought very, she was going to
1: keep him. I thought she was i thought she was going to finish him off in the hospital because she's oh, yeah, floating she's above him. Him.
0: yeah
1: and very very ominously just watching and then like we get the scene of the coroner deciding that this is a homicide and that sets up the fact that uh the visions are about to be suspects
0: yeah
1: we also we also get this really cool scene of um of uh of, of shakespeare quotes um i'm not the biggest shakespeare uh, uh expert so i'm not sure the story that this was taken from but i know that i've seen these quotes before where it's like you know if a christian wrong a jew what should his sufferance be by christian example you know if a jew wrong a christian what is his humility basically asking like aren't we the same person you know like aren't we the it's, it's, same thing
0: it's, it's called uh, the merchant of venice
1: there you go, The Merchant of Venice, and which is a story that Vin relates to immediately. Oh, and and already, just I had already s-
0: had a soft spot for this because of Cassie. You know yeah. like, like how these—I love how these comic book characters who don't really know how to emote are being shown how to emote by nineteen-sixties plays from William Shakespeare. Like I <laughs> love how they're able to use like this, this—you uh, know—flowing language and the thous and all this other kind of stuff. And um, Vin, you know, was already kind of ultra curious about his existence and who he is and whether or not he's normal, but this, like, sets him off, right? Like, he... This this work by William Shakespeare and um, how in the work it discerns that if if my life and body react the same way that yours does, then there's no difference between us. And so there, there should be no, you know, more, there should be no more importance placed on you than there is on me. That's and,
1: why he asks his mom, you know, if you prick me, do I bleed?
0: And if he does... <laughs> you know? And if he does bleed, then then what? Like like is he is he equal? And if he doesn't, is that to say that he's better or you know less than? I like that you see that um you, Viv is really handling it hard. She's looking through the yearbook and stuff. She even rips out the page that um C K was on, and his quote in the yearbook is "It's all about the love." And that comes around. Um, but you got you got the cops come up. They show up and they arrest Vision. And they're like, we need to... Uh, we
1: we got to take you downtown, downtown to right? ask some questions. Yep. Yeah. I think that they were more suspecting that it was his son.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because he already had issues with the, the kid. Then that was known. That but, was noted.
1: Yep. But being that he's an Avenger, you know, you got to be careful with that. So they were already on, uh, tiptoeing on eggshells. And I think that made it a little easier to keep the lie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But as Vision is being uh, interrogated at downtown, you know, we get the scene of uh, v- uh, Viv who's trying to convince herself that everything is normal but this paradox that's happening has broken her even further to the point where she can't even uh she can't even express herself without like glitching and 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 repeating you know she's yeah. like uh she's like you tell me tell me tell me about your day's activities we 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 will continue <laughs> our discussion 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 and she's right. like She snaps, and then she smashes the table, and she's like, everything is normal. Right. This, she is, she's obviously dealing with, uh, with, uh, with, with, like, depression. This is very real. These are very human emotions. This is why I'm like, this is why earlier I was like, you can't call them robots. They're people.
0: Wait, it's also the the idea that, you know, her, her, um, husband just got arrested and seemingly, you know, taken to be questioned, but who knows what the result of that It was her. Um.
1: It was evidently her, too. So she's like, oh no, like if he yeah. loses everything, it would be my fault.
0: Right. Yeah. And, so, and so that she smashes the table. Um, and while her strength is probably, you know, very uh, inhuman, we do that all the time. How often do we get upset and throw something and it breaks, or we, you know, toss something, kick something, punch something? None of those things are logical answers to what we've just faced. None of them are, are answers at all. None of them get solved anything. But and it's at this very point, the... to emote that way. It's very human to, oh, just, to just be a volcano of emotion and then just erupt. And so she's saying that everything is normal and she has seemingly a normal response with unnormal consequences where she breaks the, uh, the whole entire table but it it know.
1: doesn't help that the entire family is now crumbling where she's like everything is normal the viv is like oh my god what is wrong with us you know and then she runs away screaming ck's yearbook quote and then freaking vin is like mom if you pluck me do i plead yeah. like <laughs> jesus this family is is completely falling apart at vision I don't want to call it an experiment, but it is, you know, like it's, it's, it's going bad. So while he's being interrogated, we're actually being listed all the 37 times that he remembers, like, not that he remembers, but that he goes back to, because he even admits, you know, like it might be more than 37, but these are the part, these are the times that I feel like I was directly involved in saving these people. And now I'm being interrogated,
0: I was you gonna know, say, I was gonna say and think about it. And to tell you the truth, that also spoke to me as a former soldier. Um, When I first got back from, you know, uh, duty and stuff like that, I did four and a half years, two tours overseas in Iraq. And um, things weren't as open and shut as they make it seem. Like, I figured I'd come back, take a government test and be, you know, be right along in another uniform, doing another uh, job for a bunch of government money. But it's not that way. There are people actively working for spots here and jobs and stuff. So to be gone for as long as I was, I was that much further behind. And when I would find myself, you know, discouraged or just feeling, you know, like, what, like I, I deserve more, I deserve better, I deserve, you know, a better chance at this. I, it, I, it's almost as if I was sitting there thinking back, like, I saved the world. You understand? Like, I saved the world. Why am I sitting here and, and people are talking to, talking to me like, you know, there's a difference between somebody who did nothing for four and a half years and somebody who went to war for four and a half years. But in some circles, people rather deal with the person who's done nothing because they know what kind of person they're getting. And so you get this weird uh, sensation of like, oh, so that doesn't validate, you know, what I think I deserve. I think I deserve to be treated better because I went and I sacrificed for it for the greater good. And in this, he's like. I'm an Avenger. I've saved the earth 37 times and I don't get the benefit of the doubt from you. Like, I'm still getting the third degree. I'm still getting, you know, all this other kind of stuff. And it, it, that's, that, there was no other way to put it. And it's just so weird that these profound messages and, um, you know, um, uh, emotions and just, just through life sure coming from a, a, a robot. They're coming from a. I,
1: I'm actually certain that Tom King is, is him, is the vision in this in this particular moment. I'm not sure what happened in his life, post his CIA life, but the, 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 the realness of that moment and that feeling of, I have done so much for you. How could you possibly treat me this way? Yeah. It's had to come from somewhere, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I just love like Ultron again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eight <laughs> times too. <laughs> like, and Ultron, and Ultron came back and Ultron again. Um,
1: and eventually, he's he's you know the 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 officer is asking him like where were you at this time where was your son where was your family who can confirm this I can confirm this I'm the Vision you know I why are you asking me for like more more confirmation I'm an Avenger but eventually and I think maybe I don't know if he acknowledges but it might be like for the first time in his life he actually lies he has to lie because he doesn't know where his wife was yeah <laughs> so yeah. he's like you know maybe uh maybe I shouldn't have done this but it's a very human thing to do
0: yeah but and right before that panel like we were just saying he says 37 times you know uh and all of it cannot redeem him from this small moment when he crossed to the other side when he entered into the madness that was soon to come this small moment this small lie and it, it it's to say that he built his entire life and his existence off of the fact that he deserves to be happy and deserves to have a family because he has gone out of his way to save the earth, to join the, the Avengers, to fight for the greater good. So now he deserves to have some of that greater good to himself. And at every point it's being threatened. So does he deserve it? And if he does deserve it, at what lengths is he willing to go to keep it? And we see that in the future, you know, as the story continues, but right there, you know, that what broke my heart actually was that was, um, he gets home. Uh, I am home. <laughs> he sees his wife <laughs> sitting there with a the table broken. I am home. The table is broken. I do know I do not know how to fix 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 it. And just that, right? Yeah, she's we're not talking family. about the table either, yeah. you know. We're, we're in a family <laughs> you know? and something is broken and I don't know how to fix it. But I know it's broken. I don't
1: think that I don't think that he picks up on that. No. And I'll wait, I'll wait for you to come upstairs. And she repeats it again, you know, I don't know how to fix, fix, fix it. Yeah. Like, she's like, she's broken. It's the saddest thing. Viv's, Viv's spiral is like the saddest possible thing. Like, oh my God. Because she she does
0: feel emotion. And she does, she wants to do what's best. And sometimes what's best is not clear cut. And, um, the fact that she does not want to hurt or harm the chances of Vision's happiness we see her literally take that to her grave, right? Like she literally has that same mentality all the way to the end of it. But, um, I like how the next issue opens up with, um, the neighbor's dog finding Grim Reaper. And yep. uh, it bites onto the scythe, electrocutes itself, dies, um, visions at the dinner table, telling the most boring story he possibly can. Cause you could tell everyone's like, depressed i just love like no matter what scene she's in the uh virginia just looks absolutely devastated <laughs> and they could be talking about anything and she just looks absolutely gone and no one, again while that's my, could be a very obvious sign that something's wrong he never sees it he never he never like until the end doesn't console her and, and it's like okay i see what you're going through you know what's up and all that other kind of stuff which um Made me like it gave me a little bit of retrospective. Like maybe I should be a little bit more attentive to other people's stuff. Like they're not just synthesoids in my life meant to do a task, but they also go through things too. And my things that I do affect them. And maybe sometimes when I do things and don't think that they're affected, it behooves me to check on those I care about.
1: Because and at this point, at this point, I'm fairly certain because it's like it's been a few days now. Because as we um. We we don't exactly see what happened, but the rest of the house is absolutely destroyed. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and and at this point, I am certain that Vision is just trying to keep things together, even though he's absolutely certain that it's fuck it, that it's raw, that it's broken. Yeah. Everything is broken, yep. and he's still like. So the dog comes, finds, uh, sniffs around, finds Grim Reaper's body, bites Grim Reaper's scythe, burns itself to death. Vision takes its brain. Use it to brainwaves. As you
0: do, right? As you Yeah, do. I guess, you know. <laughs> because when you whatever. talk about normal and all that stuff, Like he, this is something that he just thought. This is the logical answer to what happened to him.
1: It's And he did it so normally. Like He didn't make a scene out of it. He took the dog and uh, <laughs> took its brainwaves, copied it, and created a little, a little another dog that they held a contest to name in the letters pages. <laughs> and they named it Sparky.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, they they named it Sparky so he creates Sparky. Now um one thing that I'm actually uh that I forgot was how did he deal with the body when he found it? Like
0: he doesn't really, but he He doesn't, th- th- right? They do. I think in the next issue they go over her telling him what happened and just being straight up and up, uh, up with it. Well,
1: but, the next issue is actually one of my favorites. That's the that's the it's called, called uh, uh, I I too shall be saved by love. Uh, which which Tom King uh, points out in the letters page is that it's named by the very last speech bubble from Avengers uh, West coast of, uh, Actually, Avengers issue 147. Mm-hmm. The very last thing that vision says as he and Wanda are walking away is, I too shall be saved by love. Oh, awesome. with, so he the book is that, you know, because this is ba- this entire issue is explaining his relationship with Wanda and at the same time, Something I didn't actually realize until I look back on it now is that these these memories are not just being told to us for the sake of you know whatever. Let's take a break from the story. No, this is actually Viv sitting up in bed, yeah. looking through her preloaded memories that she got from Scarlet Witch's brainwaves.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense, and that's where and that's where she can see the distance between her and vision and who vision wants her to be right and vision like there's a there's a uh clear night and day there and what i like about the dog scene and what's actually going on there's two scenes going at the same same time right george is looking for the dog george has showed up to the house he's looking for the dog the house is completely destroyed and stuff and he's looking for the dog and uh she is like doing the weirdest like housewife conversation like small talk stuff like, yeah, we're just going to clean. We're just trying to clean up. And then they say, when, you <laughs> We're know, remodeling. Yeah, we're just remodeling. <laughs> and they say that a perfect remodeling has to deal with certain things being broken. So certain things are broken, but don't worry. We're just trying to get clean, just trying to clean up a little bit. Um, to me, this is uh, very much like the dog situation in which both of these people, and I mean, maybe this may hit a little home uh, to you because you're a family man, but both of these yeah. people w- rather deny. The obvious decline <laughs> that their family is going through, because they oh, man, I've if been, they, if you they know what? just don't if they just I don't hear. mention it, it's not happening. If they don't mention,
1: I definitely, it, definitely, know. definitely could have to, could uh, could relate to that because in previous relationships that's been the problem, and as uh, <laughs> it does not end well, no. it never does. Not in this story, not in real life. Avoiding your problems and acting like they don't exist. That does not end well for anybody. Things need to be dealt with straight up.
0: Yeah. And so instead of dealing with all the craziness that his family's been going through, he just builds them a robo a robo dog and he gives them Sparky. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he just tries to distract them again. Yeah, another distraction. Everybody's another cool, way with, it. Of- everybody's cool yeah. with it. Everybody's good. And uh it's it's fine. Like it they don't they don't question it. And he even tries to have another soft moment with um with Virginia like he's re- he's re- he's ready to just and how many times have we done this right in toxic relationships let's just forget all the bad stuff you know can we just get back to when we were cool that doesn't ever last cuz you no one's, you're not coming to any decision you're just choosing to ignore obvious signs that things are wrong and so in that instance too it's just like yeah i know you murdered a guy and then you know th- he choked the guy and there's a dead dog in our basement and there's a dead man in our backyard <laughs> But uh, let's just keep it. Let's keep the good times rolling. You know, let's just keep it. Uh, let's not. If we don't look down I think on the tightrope, then we'll never fall.
1: One of the things that I forgot to mention was that um, as his life is falling apart, now we get to see the seed of uh, Tony Stark being uh, concerned about him starting to, 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 to get watered. By Scarlet Witch and Agatha Harkness Who I think it turns out They're the narrators of the story the whole time yeah. And they were na- They were explaining The narration was them explaining to the Avengers The vision of the future that Agatha got By using the Everbloom flower yeah. Where they, they She's telling the Avengers You know I got a vision of the future The vision is going to kill you all He's going to kill all your families You know yeah. We have to deal with it yeah. So their way, their way of dealing with it is to send Victor Mancha, Ultron's son, quick, to live did, with the Vision.
0: Real quick, how did you feel about that, that call to arms? How did you feel about that, like, we're bringing everybody in, we need to talk about Vision? It reminded me of the, we need to talk about Wanda. Uh, <laughs> yes, that?
1: yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely, that scene from uh, House of M. Yeah.
0: Dude. From the
1: beginning of House of M, post uh, Avengers Disassembled. See, in Avengers Disassembled, Wanda, Wanda grieving the loss of her chaos babies that she had with vision, <laughs> her chaos magic babies goes crazy. Okay, she creates all these new problems and she kills multiple Avengers. So now, in House of M, everyone gets together to decide what they're going to do with her to the point where, you know, Magneto and her brother are like, pa, we're not letting this happen. You're not going to deal with our family, you know? So that definitely calls back to that. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so it, it's just this idea like, are they faded? Are they just chaos? Are they chaos personified? Like, beautiful and um, unpredictable, but in the same sense, dangerous? You no,
1: know what? You know what? I it's just hitting me now that we 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 brought up this Scarlet Witch connection. Is that Vision is going through exactly what she went through? She created her own babies.
0: Lost them. She yeah. was
1: <laughs> lost them. Well, eventually, you know, they came back thanks yeah. to chaos magic. But um, actually, that's a good. Where were they?
0: You know, oh, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, where's yeah. Wiccan and his brother and and Wiccan's boyfriend? Yeah, you know what? That's a story. That's he, another neither here nor there. That's here nor there.
0: Cannot, or there. cannot. You know. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, yeah, this whole story is basically Vision going through exactly what Wanda went through. And it's like, oh, sh- oh, wow. You know, yeah. so, so many levels to this story. You need to go out and read this if you haven't.
0: And it, it, it's, going, it's going to, in retrospect, put so much gravitas in everything that um, Paul Bettany does <laughs> in these movies. Like, oh. I'm always going to be thinking in my head, like, this is a robot that could just flip out at any point and just murder everybody. <laughs> Around. him um actually
1: actually what's what i'm excited about is that one of the disney plus marvel cinematic universe shows is scarlet witch and vision ah that's awesome! so i'm like i'm so excited to see where they're going with that
0: yeah, yeah. um yeah so we get to this um uh what'd you call it? like a throwback issue right like like a uh flashback sort of
1: issue? like a flashback we're, we're explaining everything that brought us to this
0: point And I'm not going to lie, when DC or Marvel does this, I always think they do it expertly well, like trying to place a character or a moment inside of an already established moment in time.
1: I love nothing more than to be rewarded for the things that I've already read. So bringing this story and attaching it back to the rest of Vision's history was icing on top of this already tasty cake. I was like, this is just great. That's why it's one of my favorite issues, because of that, because of that. You know, because of tying it back to history. I love when they, I love when comics do that.
0: Or their little, their little uh, Thanksgiving dinner with uh, the Wizard and um, Quicksilver, Wonder <laughs> Man, uh, Talking Cow. I did not get that. The High Evolutionary gives us a caretaker. Did they make yeah? It the, cow? High, like,
1: the High Evolutionary, you know, he, know hey, he, yeah. he he creates, he creates, he he takes. He that's a whole nother story, but that was someone that ended up living with them after they had one of their big, crazy Avengers battles.
0: And it's just a cow? Like, were they always a cow, and now they're a person, or were they always a person, and now they're a cow? I feel like,
1: I feel like um, I feel like the specifics of his existence are lost to me at, at this point time, right? But, um, I do remember that, like, the Cree Scroll War, Vision gets attacked by a cow, and
0: you know. I do remember that. Don't they play that in here? Don't they say a part of
1: (laughs) One of the 37 saves where Vision is like, uh, it's the Cree Scroll War, and this show is Vision. Like, I was shot down by three cows.
0: (laughs) Someone answer for this. I do not understand what's going on.
1: Oh, man. But I. Wow. While we talk, I'm actually gonna go ahead and um and get some more background on this character. So you it, go ahead. I
0: think that it's beautiful the like I said, how the art changes and it almost feels like the like um the things are softened um in almost a rose-cuttered glasses kind of way. Um, maybe this is the perfect relationship that Visions always wanted, maybe it's not, but this is how he sees it. This is how he's put it inside Virginia's head. This is how um he wants it to be. And I actually took a picture and posted it on CBC's uh, Instagram and on my own of this conversation that they have that I think is so, so like beautifully flawed, but just beautiful in general. And just the artwork that comes with it, where he goes, um, uh, well, she's talking about eating the one, flower and stuff. And he's like, you know, how do you like, why didn't you ever tell me how to do it? And she's like, oh yeah, well to do it the right way is a very beastly process. And second, I've already seen the future. And she goes. He goes. You have? I was unaware. And she goes. You vision? You are my future. I just it's hard that touching. Way. Yeah. I just. <laughs> I just. I hope when you sort of see me, maybe you could see it too. And he says, "Tomorrow always comes." And she says, "Yes, dear. Tomorrow always comes." And I was like, so- "That was beautiful." Like, what? what I, this book doesn't have the right to have as much. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much pain
1: in this book that that much that that moment of brightness is just like, oh man. Like, that was needed. Yeah, it was right you up know?
0: there with that, you know, it, it it goes right through me.
1: Uh so, so yeah. um so um I feel bad for not knowing this or I feel bad for not knowing this off the back of my head. But Bova Ushire is like the midwife of the Marvel universe. She's a person who helped
0: <laughs> she helped yeah. everyone give birth?
1: Well you know so even as far back as Magneto's uh as his uh was her what his uh wife Um, magda yeah you know bova was one of the people who helped her give birth to wanda and pietro and after that she helped you know she's how she helped freaking um raise jessica drew you know Woman. so she eventually she lives um she she was created by the high evolutionary she was a cow brought to brought to uh brought to i don't want to say brought to life cows are already alive you know (laughs) but um Given a sense of self by the high evolutionary. So yeah, her living, um, her living amongst Wanda and them would make a lot of sense because that was basically like her auntie, you know, like a, like a nana, you know?
0: How do you, um, you feel about this idea that we get into now where Vision is the one that not only can discern, but feels like he should be the one to say, our kids, your kids are not real? Uh,
1: you know what? There was a great scene there where, where, you know, where Wanda screams at him, you know, about that, where he's like, uh, you know, Wanda, we can't have these kids. And she's like, dude, you're a robot. <laughs> you know
0: He, goes you're, you're he not- goes, you're a damn toaster. You're a
1: damn toaster. It's actually pretty sad because he, he told her that joke in confidence and she flipped it on him and smacked yeah. him in the face with, yeah. but, um. It's such a tragic, just so tragic, because, you know, I don't know that he had the right to tell her that, or that anybody did.
0: I like, I like I that you have that, um, you know, but this is not a family, this is a lie, and what good can come of this lie? And she goes, you're not real! And he goes, Wanda, did you not hear me? I will adjust my vocal volume. What good can come of this lie? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh <laughs> <laughs> He just doesn't get it. He's just like... Uh, I asked you a question, and you just yelled something else that had, was completely unrelated. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you again.
1: Yeah. Maybe louder it'll work. The vision <laughs> that is
0: that is what happens when you're in a relationship and you have an argument. Not everything that she says to you is going to make sense. Sometimes it's going to be, uh, you know, pretty stingy. Um, and then they do like a real quick cut to um, All White Vision. Vision goes to Hollywood basically when he uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Gonna...
1: Uh, well, I guess he thought he wasn't. He he he. Having been destroyed and then rebuilt, he 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 uh, kind of just assumed like you know I'm not I'm not the Vision who loves you, Wanda. And this was the end of their relationship. Actually, it never uh, it never really got better after that. You know, um, it's uh, it, eventually he does come back to normal, and when he does, it's it's too late. Wanda's moved on, and of all people for her to be with, you know, yeah,
0: right. Yeah,
1: right. but you Simon.
0: Have- you, Simon Williams. You had this moment, though, where he's like, "Um, yeah, I'm not who you think I am. And although, you know, I know you guys think you have like a tie to me, but I'm not that guy and I'm not your father and I'm not your, you know, um, husband or any of that kind of stuff. I'm just me. I'm a new vision or whatever. And I like that. She goes, what's wrong with you? You used to be kind. And he says, is the truth not kind? <laughs> and it's like. Isn't that kind? Like, isn't that the <laughs> kindest thing you can do? But I guess lying is the kindest thing you can do, right?
1: It's you know what, and he's <laughs> absolutely he's absolutely got a point. Especially looking at it from at that point in time, he was a bit more robotic than he was uh, feeling. Yeah. So, uh, especially looking at it from like a robotic point of view, is like I thought that the truth was kindness, right? Because I'm, but telling the you very what's
0: real, I'm telling you, exactly. what's actually factually real. Uh,
1: which actually goes back to the story was like, is his family a lie, and would not having them be a kindness, like you know, well, like <laughs> it's yeah. just another layer. But the next scene where Vision is too late to be back with the woman that he very so obviously loves,
0: yeah,
1: is actually serves as the origin for Virginia, ah, which nice. is where uh, Scarlet Witch. Says you were created from the brainwaves of Simon Williams, who is like you but is not you. So that's probably why I like him. Right. So I I wanted to give you the opportunity to also feel this. So I've given you know she gave him the the diamond or uh, uh, I forget what it's called exactly.
0: Yeah, uh, an actual name, right?
1: It doesn't really have a name, right? It's uh, she just calls it a replica of his. You know, uh, Hank Hank, helped her make it. And she wanted Vision to have that same kind of happiness. So they replicated her brainwaves into one of those small diamonds. And now that's where we got Virginia from. It seems Vision has maybe held on to this for like 10 years. You know, And
0: speaking speaking of holding on, it says, you know, um, when she gives him the diamond, he's like, I don't need it. And she's like, well, it's a gift. And he's like, a gift that I don't need is useless. And she's like, well, that's kind of the point. And this is something that he says back, right? When whenever somebody says, "Well, that's meaningless," he's like, "Well, that's kind of the point."
1: That's why it's nice, right? It's yeah, nice yeah. because I didn't have to give it to you, and you didn't need it, but I wanted to.
0: And so every time that his family's like, "That doesn't make any sense," he's like, "That's the point. That's what humans do. They do random crazy shit that don't make no sense and get everyone emotional." <laughs> so that's that's what we're gonna do here. And um, even even with that that breakup seemingly you know you're, you're you're led to believe like okay well he's gonna be fine he's a robot she's gonna be fine because he's happy ha- he's happy and they laugh so amicably like oh well they seem like they're gonna be good buds and stuff and then you turn the page and it's just him in virginia with the joke and so sterile and so uh you know operatic and robotic and it it it's so crushing
1: in the end we begin again and everything is new and different yeah. <laughs> that's that- uh, that's the fight those are the final words of that page where we see that that and they've got like a clear space between them too it's like there's a there's a big divide here vision stop ignoring it you
0: yeah, know yeah, definitely and but as long as the wheels keep so, moving right in my, in my family right as long as the kids get good grades and yep. no one's in jail and no one's everyone's got to be fine as long as to the outside they look fine they got to be fine and that's unfortunately a, that's very, that's very but, real that's a very real or, you know
1: Horribly, actually, uh, everything is not fine. You see, uh, Victor Mancha, right? He was brought from the Avengers sent him into Vision's home, into the Vision's home, yes. to keep an eye on them and to report back. So, Un- unbeknownst
0: um, to Vision, though, Vision, thinks unbeknownst to just Vision, of course, showed up and they're hanging out. He just thinks that they have because his that's his bro- family time. That's crazy, right? That's when his brother. It's crazy. All the weird family ties with, with them being uh, robots and stuff is all like. Huh. Okay. Well, you know okay. okay, fine. It
1: actually it actually is his brother though, you know, just like they both created by the same dad. I guess half brother, because they don't yeah. have the same mom. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, right.
1: Would Simon Williams be Vision's mom?
0: That's a good question. A good you question. know? Um okay, so Does that make Janet the grandmother. <laughs> oh my That's goodness! He started asking crazy
1: questions like that. The, this is this is insane, actually. <laughs> no,
0: no, okay. Oh, um, so so Victor is
1: in the house. You know he's gaining everybody's trust. He learns that Viv is uh, vision. Vision is acting like everything's normal. Virginia is broken beyond repair. Viv is obsessed with the death of CK. Vin obsessed with Shakespeare.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, Vin stumbles upon Victor reporting back to the Avengers. To which we actually learned that Victor's not all okay either. You know, well, Victor's addicted. Victor's addicted to vibranium. Yep. So he's addicted, even up to the point, even up to being in this house. So we, during the last few issues, we actually saw that he plays around with the piano a lot, and it turns out that that's because the piano is made of vibranium. Yep, and yeah. And he's addicted to the vibranium. So he's a, he's still an addict, and he, he's still making addict decisions and. One of those spread of the moment decisions without thinking that he makes is when he catches Vin catching him, he, shoot, he, he shoots him with lightning to the yeah. point where he, kill, where he kills him.
0: I thought another cool little part about um, Victor's thing is the uh, same idea, right? So we've been following uh, Agatha and... Um, and Wanda, they're the ones for the most part that are narrating this. And it's always this series, the series the feeling of dread and the f- the feeling of finality. Um we've ate the flower. What happens is Vision kills all the Avengers. That's what he's going to do. We must stop him. In the same sense, we're giving a, a, a smaller version of this fatalism with Victor. Because Victor's um ultimate uh destiny is to do the same, right? He's supposed to uh Ultrons uh what yep. you call it programming is but- supposed to come back. Yep. He He was supposed to to grow up, become an Avenger called
1: Victorious, and destroy all his Avenger teammates. That actually happened in an alternate future already. But they stopped stopped it. It was stopped. But Victor always lives with this sense of, I don't want to be Victorious. I don't want to be Victorious. I don't want to be Victorious. It doesn't matter what happens. I don't want to be that.
0: So... Um, it's funny because Victor is actively trying to be a hero, and even though what he's doing, you know, spying on his family members, all this kind of stuff, that's a betrayal of trust. Ultimately, by following this path, he gets to stay off of that path of being victorious.
1: Yeah, in his own mind, doing this, even though it's a betrayal of trust of his own brother, his own nieces, his own nephew, his own uh, sister-in-law, um, in his mind, this is him being an Avenger. This is him doing... uh. Everything he can not to be victorious because he's being a hero because the Avengers asked him to do this. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just didn't work out. <laughs>
0: you know, uh, he <laughs> He seemed he, like a good kid though. Have you read much of Victor mantra
1: Probably In, the, the in a,
0: this it,
1: it, I read a little bit of him in Avengers AI and I know of him from Runaways. But um I actually we we I need to read more runaways because I wanted to finally get into the Hulu show. Okay. Um and i've heard that it's very good actually but um hmm i wonder if they'll introduce him on that anyway um from what i've seen of him in avengers ai that was always the thing with him not wanting to become victorious you know but um what they did with him here was uh it was pretty wild because as i said there's a bit of permanence to what happens to him in this story you know he um so actually like we said he he he's killed Vin. He's killed, and I'm gonna use that word too because he, Vin was alive. You know, my, it, I think one of the questions people are gonna come out of this story with is like, are, were they actually alive? You know, they were. And Vin is dead now. So now we got to see how Vision reacts to losing his son, which I think was why, I think was, uh, that was one of the more fascinating things of the whole story, even in, in an already fascinating story, was watching Vision. Uh, like, like, who has been so composed this whole time, just finally, just finally lose it in his own way. Because, you know, it wasn't like a, a shouting, raging, insane vision. You know, it's yeah. still, he's still composed, but he's lost it. This and, is and it.
0: Even without pupils, they're still able to show the horror of that, like the torture of that um, Victor accidentally put. Vin through before he came. Oh
1: my goodness Vin just screaming for his mommy his mom he was saying mother 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 but then right before his death it became mommy mommy and I'm like oh god such
0: a horrifying like it, again they even though these things um uh lack things that would normally give us emotion like eyebrows and, and pupils and stuff they're still able to show it's still able to be pretty damn scary and like you said uh vision shows up and oh well, um, I'm actually oh he did actually show, is he?
1: No, no, he doesn't show up. What happens is, um, um, the dog Sparky attacks Victor, and Victor lets off of Vin, and Vin gets a moment of relief. And then Victor shoots again, and then Vin shoots a beam from his from his diamond on his head and destroys the neighbor's house. And now we know how the neighbors um, died.
0: Fire, yes, it's true. The diamond set fire to the neighbor's house next door, and that's how they ended up dying.
1: Yeah, and that's how that's what Vision and Viv and Virginia ended up noticing, and that's how they finally came over to find to see what was going on, and and their son was dead. Yeah. So from there, the Avengers take Victor to jail, and they place the entire Vision family on house arrest.
0: Yep. Uh, and you see, you see. At this point, <laughs> you see what I th- what I, I like from the here on. I'm in love. I'm already, you know, I'm already I've already sat for the dinner. I'm waiting for dessert. This book has been absolutely uh, you know tremendous. But this has to be one of my favorite moments not only in this book but probably in comic books in total. And it's vision trying to explain how revenge is logical. Oh man,
1: I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that because you hear this a lot from in in, in real life where it's like, uh, how could this person be alive? But my son is not. This is not fair. And in vision's own logical way, it is very logical. That that line of thinking is completely logical. In what way, in what way does that person? get to continue existing you, yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. I, 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 you
0: know he took something he took our son from us but he still gets to live that does not seem like it's like, and i'm just like he is talking himself into in, he's about to do something like he's about to he's, he's 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 folding his clothes you know he's about to get ready to do something and we see, we find out that the house arrest is um is kept you know going because they're able they have an electrical field around their house And that's what's keeping all the uh, dangerous robots inside, I guess, as you would say. But um, you still have Virginia falling apart at the seams. Another really beautiful and poignant moment is watching Vision and Viv pray for Vin.
1: Oh, that was beautiful. Because they acknowledge the fact that the idea of God is illogical. So she prays that there is a God. Mm -hmm. and then she prays that her brother has a soul because again the idea that her brother having a soul is illogical the idea of prayer is illogical but they don't know what else to do
0: yeah
1: it's like i pray that there's a god i pray that my brother has a soul and i pray that that god say guides my brother's soul to somewhere peaceful and i'm just like,
0: like again like holy hell and that that
1: that moment right there also was what was one of the driving things in Envisions decision to get revenge like this yeah. is this it, it was just too much yeah. even even for a logical brain. sometimes it could just be too much. Yeah. Uh, this like oh man, I, I don't have words for that It's so poignant, so beautiful. like it's so tragic though. beautiful in its tragedy.
0: And you, ha- you had this moment of Vision taking out one of his eyes and using it as a projector to project a hologram of his son reading Shakespeare. And this was something that um, is poignant too because they everyone seemed kind of annoyed by Ben constantly yelling Shakespeare out. They let him, they let him do it. But they seemed kind of like, what are, you, what are you doing that for? And in this moment, it doesn't matter what he's doing it for. Vision just wants him near. and Vision just wants him around. And it's like, how could you be so human how could you be so you know how could these moments be so relatable when you are seemingly a pile of you know cables equations and uh batteries and stuff but um watching him mourn for his son and then put on the 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 suit the cape you know <laughs> put yep. on the suit the cape grab captain america's lighter uh and use it to bust out of the uh of the house and then um Yeah, he's he's ready. He needs to kill uh, Victor to get even because of his son's death, and he has rationalized uh, not only his rage but this idea of vengeance. And I have it, you know, even written down. Like, is that is that human? Oh, it's absolutely human. Vengeance and rage, and you know,
1: it's so. It's actually I. Aren't we the only sentient species that actually has these thoughts?
0: Do you oh, like to get back at somebody? To, I,
1: yeah, I, I revenge, revenge, yeah. like the idea that this person wronged me and I have to wrong them back in order to have a sense of fairness. Because I don't think that other animals even understand the concept of fair. And I say other animals because we are animals, you know? Right. We Definitely. just have that sense of self
0: great so it's it's we've convoluted things to a point that you know uh it seems like we have a bunch of like these these really sophisticated laws and stuff but it's just a bunch of stuff that says don't hurt us and don't yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's all different versions of that but it's all the same it's all the same thing so um vision is feeling the very human emotion of uh of revenge and um i like that they have that conversation at the dinner table Virginia and Viv about like, yeah, your father's probably going to try to kill. Um,
1: and logically, they're going to turn us off too. Yeah. So she's like, you know, I might as well tell you what happened to CK.
0: And
1: Viv doesn't take that lightly. You know, she's she absolutely feels betrayed. And she smashes the table and gets up, phases upstairs. Meanwhile, Vision is facing down. A, a giant squad of his former teammates, both X Men, Avengers, and Inhumans. Even though at this point in time in Marvel Comics they were trying to shunning the the X Men, so you don't really get much X Men. You just get a you yeah, just Beast, get Beast,
0: but Beast was <laughs> also been get... hanging out with the Inhumans all the time.
1: Yeah. yeah yep. Yeah. So. it's... Yes, it's basically Inhumans. Actually, I should point out that the one thing that dates this book, and I kind of wish it didn't happen in this era, is the idea that all the Avengers that come are, for, are like the weird ones.
0: <laughs> the, 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 the alternates, right?
1: That, the, uh... weird era, that weird era of Avengers post-Secret War, where it's like we're shunning the X-Men completely. We're trying to put the Inhumans in the forefront, but it doesn't feel right, you know? So <laughs> but um, that aside, seeing Vision uh who who's like uh log- trying to explain this to them in, in a way that he doesn't see anything wrong with it because again this is the logical line of thinking and he's just like you know i understand that due to his role in the death of my neighbors and my son actions in the taking of vision that he makes sure to point that out like this is on you yes, but yes. he doesn't get mad about that he's still logically just explaining it you know it's, this it's, happened it's like, Still
0: it's one true. for one it's still you one for know one in his eyes
1: I'm here to visit Victor, and I'm going to kill him. And then Iron Man's like, dude, you can't. He's like, I would greatly appreciate your cooperation in this matter. However, I do not require your cooperation in this matter. And that's something that he continues to, to repeat to everyone who tries to get in his way. I would greatly appreciate your cooperation in yeah. this matter, but I do not need you. Yeah. So get, get out of my way.
0: And, you and know? in a series of panels, in case there was ever any doubt, we truly see that he's one of the strongest Avengers that they have. And I, I, know, I also understand that people weren't trying to kill him, but I feel like in the same sense, he wasn't trying to kill other people either. Oh, I don't
1: think that they could have if they wanted to. Did you see how he just systematically yeah. demolished this entire, this like powerhouse team? Just like the, the, the people that attacked like Thor, you yeah. know, attacked him first. Yeah. And it's like dealing with them like children. Like, excuse, just completely destroyed, like, just demolished them all. Like, he wasn't trying to kill them, you know? They weren't trying to kill him, but he wasn't trying to kill them either. So, and this is Vision taking it easy on them,
0: <laughs> you know? But literally, hot knife through butter. Like, he's just moving through them. He's just walking forward, trying to get to that prison, and people are trying to get him. I like that you see, you know, people trying to team up on him and do all kinds of stuff, but that density, man, that density manipulation, he's just, he's, he's giving everybody one for it. And I. It, 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 it was a visceral feeling like it, it really it really, it really um, got my adrenaline running because it's like he doesn't want to do this and in any other case of the world. He wouldn't have done this. But this was his. This was his family. And again, why can't he have a family? And again, why can't he get revenge? Every, almost everybody on the other side has gotten revenge for something, right? Has gotten mad about something and have to go back and get their revenge. Vision is not one to ask for stuff. Vision is not one to complain about stuff. Vision is not one to be spiteful or petty. But in this moment, he's at peak humanity. <laughs> you know, in this moment, he is, he is truly what he seeks to be. And that has put him. In direct line against his best friends, and he
1: does get a small reminder of what he is, though, because this entire battle is happening in front of a movie theater that is playing one of Simon Williams' latest films. So as oh, he yeah. shot, what I get, we right now we get one of my favorite pages in the entire book, where it's just like Simon Williams on the big screen and Vision just like floating there, just kind of looking at him like, this is you know, I, I, I it. The entire time that this battle has happened, Vision is recalling his origin. Yeah. So at this very moment where he crashes into the wall and he's looking at Simon talking about, please listen to me. Babylon is great as fallen, but I can still save you. It's the same time that the narration is uh, is at the moment where he gave himself a name. Yeah. You know? Uh, perhaps I am what the wasp called me, a vision, a vision of death. So it's like Simon Williams' brainwaves gave him life. At the same time, the narration is talking about how he got his name. But at exactly, the same time, exactly he's happened. also yeah. hes also finally, like you said, he is finally, is what he always wanted to be, you know, human. Yeah. So I'm just like, that's one of my favorite single pages of the entire book. I actually saved it onto my phone you know uh, i love that page um while all this is happening Vi- virginia has finally like completely snapped she killed sparky
0: she fighting, the, sparky. Dog. <laughs> She's fighting she the dog like, fought, she, she, not she only fought it but she punched i've never seen somebody punch a dog like hold the dog up and punch it but she, that's exactly what she did <laughs> and, and in so a at, lot of ways in, po- in a poetic way that dog is just representation of duct tape put on the relationship right Something yeah, exactly. It sh- was
1: just uh, like a little uh, some crazy glue or something. Yeah, you know, it was. <laughs> and she's finally snapped. She ripped off the she ripped off the tape, you know, and, and at, at the, at, as this is happening, the narration is now explaining uh, Virginia's first moments. Yeah. And how Vision explained to her that if she wanted, remember th- his whole his whole thing was like, "All right, I need you guys to be this way, but it- it's a suggestion. You know, I would never want to force you the way Ultron tried to force me. Right. If you want, we can marry. We can have a house. We can even have children, and we can be part of a happy, normal family. Unfortunately, I don't know that that turned out the way he wanted it to. No, but um, so she completely kills Sparky. This sucks. I like Sparky. You know?
0: It's weird because he because he's a synthesoid dog. He has like synthesoid uh, organs.
1: Yeah, and so in a callback to Agatha Harkness's um the the moment where she kill she she where they're explaining to us how the Everbloom flower works, where she takes a bite, she kills the cat, then she takes the flower out of its stomach and then eats that. So now this has happened with Virginia she killed the dog, the dog who had earlier eaten one of the everbloom flowers, she eats that petal, and now she saw the same future that Agatha did. One where Vision kills Victor and eventually has to kill the rest of the Avengers. So uh at Vision, Vision is finally in the jail, and his final his the final wall in front of him is one of the looming, like one of the people that has been looming throughout this entire story, and that's Wanda. Yep. Who, who tries to explain to him, like, I understand you, you know, we're both different. You know, uh, everyone, they stay the same, but us, we're, fi- we're always changing. You know, you can't do this. Agatha saw the future and it doesn't turn out well for you, and he's just like, I'm sorry, you never understood me. <laughs> and Agatha, being dead, can't actually do anything.
0: Well, it's funny because it, it, it talks about what we just talked about, how how this is his most human moment. She says, like, don't you get it? If you do this, you know, you're going to you're never be able to come back from this. Um, you'll be just like everybody else. And he says exactly what we've been saying this whole cast. That's what he wants. That's what he... flawed or not, broken or not, if this is what humans do, he doesn't mind doing it because if humans have the right they're entitled and they can do these things he's tired of being told what well, he can and can't because he's a robot and now he That's... has these emotions he has his family he has his life and the, he he won't let it be he taken keeps away taking... from him because people think that they can put him in a subclass or put him you know downgrade him his existence or his family's existence and he's and like then... well if I am like everybody else then I'm entitled to my revenge like everybody else <laughs> and uh, I thought that was really really cool
1: that was what. That was actually pretty beautiful. One of the another thing that I noticed was like, uh, you know, you get to see like the, the you get to see how much Agatha and Wanda actually cared about him. Like one of the questions I asked earlier was like, how did the Avengers see him? Well, regardless of how they saw him, Wanda and Agatha and his family that they showed uh, in the flashback issue, you know, they thought of him as human already. So Agatha mourns for the fact that he's about to go through with this, and. You know, he's, he's, he was there. He, he finally was there. He was in front of Victor. And he's like, you know, I'm here to do what I have to do. And, and uh, Victor has even accepted it. Because if anything, it's what he wants. As long as he doesn't have to become victorious.
0: victorious.
1: And right before he does it, we get Virginia. Virginia, who does the act for him and kills Victor and gets revenge for her son. One, because it's her son. And two, because she saw the future and she saw what would have happened had she not been the one to do this and had it been Vision. She does it in such a matter of fact way that it's, it's creepy because she just rips Victor's heart out of his chest. And she, while she's doing that, she's like explaining to Vision, you know, uh, I told my daughter of my role in CK's death. She's quite upset and I believe your presence would provide her with comfort <laughs> as, it has prov- as it has provided me with comfort. As such, I will see you at home. And <laughs> she drops Victor's heart on the ground. And Victor has a, has, a, has a look of happiness on his dying face because I shall not be victorious.
0: Yeah. And it's, he's got, so, she's got like the half robot, half beating heart. You know? <laughs> so
1: she, it's that, that was just like eerie. But, oh man, that's just tragic how that, that's how this all went down. How it degraded. You know. Yeah. So after after this, we just get uh, Virginia giving the police a uh, a version of the things that happened that will only criminate incriminate her, yeah. not Vision, and not Viv. And as she's doing so, she takes a sip of the vase that's made of poisoned water and can't hold any plants. So this vase that represented the idea of humanity and its logic and, and 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 how illogical it is ends up being what virginia uses to end her own life
0: yeah the absurd the absurdity right of just existence in a way she she, she she's gone she de- doesn't want to deal with it anymore and we see how vision responds to that you know and I I like when she when she's like um you know like Viv's upstairs she's mad at me he's like I see and she's like also I killed the dog and he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah listen don't worry about it um and so she explains that like she's taking the poison water and it will kill her but he doesn't want her to go
1: Oh he's telling her you know you can phase it out. You're you're one. Of, you're a vision. Just phase it out. And she's yeah. like, no, man.
0: And how human is that, right? She's ready to go, but he doesn't want. He doesn't want her to go.
1: For both of them, like even in her own decision to take her own life, is the acknowledgement that she has one. You know, yeah. two two sides of the same coin here. She's uh, it's it's tragic watching him cry for her, but she she wanted this so. He couldn't really do anything about it. Yeah, she did the right thing, or she did the wrong thing, or she just did what everyone does. She did. She you
0: know followed that's the her heart, which is we, she, we we hear often is the right thing to do, regardless.
1: Regardless, you know, she followed her heart. She did what she wants. She what she wanted to. So like now, the the vision and Viv are the only two left of this family. They brought Sparky back. Wanda actually brought Sparky back with Tony Stark's help. Yeah. And they're going to continue on living. Vision got his family. He lost some members, but he also, you know, to have known to have known love, right? Yeah. You know, it's to lose it. But um we got the classic Tom King open ending. <laughs> you know. Oh,
0: right, right, right. Um it's I thought it was very poetic to have Wanda be the one to try to reach um viv
1: oh yeah for sure especially for viv i don't know if viv uh i don't know that they ever explained it to viv that her mom was basically one of one one of one of wanda's like i don't don't know i don't know how to right right how to uh how to identify what the word is to identify the relationship between wanda and and virginia but there obviously is one right yeah if if it wasn't for wanda she wouldn't exist but um so i definitely thought that was perfect i thought that was perfect then at the end you don't even know who he's recreating is it his wife is it his son i
0: thought son um but it could it literally could be anybody and the craziest thing about it all is that um rereading it now kind of makes me really mad that he created virginia like what existence right like what a like, sunrise, sunset, all of it is just terrible.
1: All of it's- well, you know, that happens in real life. You know, sometimes... Yeah. You just don't know. You know, you create a baby, you, you put it out into this world, and sometimes it ends tragically. And then you ask yourself, you know, why did I even create this life?
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And then as the, the very final panel, uh, you know, life is but a dream. And <laughs> you know? I'm like-
0: and life... Yeah, life is a dream. And if you consider a dream um, in the same sense that they were talking about earlier uh where where it talks about like purpose and stuff right um uh they 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 want to be allowed to have what they consider unobtainable purpose and then use their imagination use dreams faith hope to accomplish those things and logically if you were to bring a child into this world and God forbid that child were to lose its life for a myriad of different reasons it, it it's going to be very very hard for you to uh, you know, cross that bridge and want to have another child, if have another child at all. It actually takes a lack of logic, right? It takes love and faith and hope to spring those waters back to life. And that's what happens with vision. Logically, you're right. You know what? This did not go well. We're not doing this again. But that's not, he, he was in love. He loved his life. And there's no logic in love a lot of the times. And so because of that, to him... The next, po- the the obvious thing to do next is to try us again, <laughs> which I'm a little scared. You know, I don't know, I don't know how this uh, whole Frankenstein situation is gonna come up.
1: I doubt that we'll ever actually see what comes of it until 20 years from now. Somebody like us, who who read this story and is a huge fan of it, decides to pick up on that thread. You know, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it's it's true. Um, did you you said you had a favorite moment? What do you think after when all is said and done is your favorite moment of this series? Yeah.
1: Well, there, there, Like I said, there was that moment where we finally, where where Vision, where Vision is absolutely fucking distraught. But you know, in his own Vision way, <laughs> you know, like he's absolutely, absolutely tearing through every single Avenger and and Inhuman, and that one X Men.
0: <laughs>
1: but that at this time, at this time, at the same time, he's finally what he wanted to be. as tragic as it is. You know, this is what you wanted, and you finally got it. Yeah. And it, and, it, and 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 you know, it didn't it all. And it was to, it, the story itself was pretty tragic. You know, the Vin, Virginia, but he got some sunlight. He there's a there's some uh, silver lining. You know, he still has Viv. Yeah. Viv, Viv gets to continue living, and he gets to continue watching over. Her. Eventually, she becomes a champion, right? Yep. Which is basically like a baby avenger you know uh tom king's uh, vision story does mention that she doesn't get to live a long life so i'm worried about how that's gonna end up for her but for now she's absolutely fine vision has his family and his little hobby creating another little person right
0: well, the, the, so I think, I think that's a commentary on mental health in a lot of ways maybe i'm just oh the whole
1: story up. the whole story was like was a was a was a, was a was about mental health entirely and, and all different types too you know it wasn't just depression
0: because <laughs> you if anybody know? if you if you right now right decided to take some time and write down every discouraging disheartening thing that you've ever experienced right um, somebody could read that and be like, Why would this person even continue to exist why continue to live what ex- what life is this what kind of what kind of day to day is this person experiencing? Where you could be like, oh, that stuff happened. And that's fine. You know, things happen. But my life is pretty good.
1: As long as it's a
0: life. Yeah. You know, life. And to, yeah. tell truth, to tell you the truth, I actually went and I apologized to my girlfriend. We were having a fight. And I apologized to her. I was like, listen, I want you to know that even when we fight, I'm grateful that we fighting. Because that means we're alive. That means we care about what we're talking about. That means that, that we we have things, we have wants and needs and desires and we get hurt because we care and all that stuff exists. And she's like, where's all this coming from? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's not, it's, not, it's not important. All right.
1: Just understand that. I appreciate you. I appreciate life. And I would never
0: and... unplug you. What? <laughs> you don't, worry. Know, <laughs> don't worry about it.
1: I know where your off switch is, <laughs> you but,
0: know, that's, but, that's, but I wouldn't. I know. Use I, know it. I definitely know where the on one is, but anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, um, I cannot believe how veiled this story is. I think you can read it over and over again and get a different meaning from it. Um, Different favorite parts, different... um, I didn't catch that from before. And a a lot of this conversation is organic. A lot of the things that I um, am bringing up are things that I'm literally just thinking about as we... Oh, yeah.
1: Same here. Same here. Like, looking back over the story and talking about it, I'm like, yeah, there's like eight meetings to this one panel. You know? (laughs) Like... So I'm, I'm I'm again. This is this is like things like this are why I'm so willing to just be like, you know what? I I'll read. I'm gonna keep reading Batman. Like this, yeah. the same person that wrote this wrote that. So I'm like <laughs> right,
0: I'm, right, I feel you. you know? yeah. yeah, And so actually,
1: we need to um, we we we. I would love if we actually did this same type of dissection with uh, Mr. Miracle.
0: Okay,
1: it's just we we. But actually, there's um, a Tom King short stories are. Beautiful little. I mean, I
0: I read the the one where Superman outlives humanity,
1: (laughs) and he comes back, and he's like, you know, I got Lois's immortality medicine. It tastes like grape.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So I I I do think it gets pretty weird, but I don't know what about this particular material that he just gels so well with it. Is it because Vision is just an empty shell that he gets to fill with whatever?
1: It's more that. He was, uh, you see what, what these stories I noticed, like he loves to insert his self into the, into these books, you know, like sometimes it works better than others. With heroes in crisis, people were mad because, uh, it's a little bit overly violent. Uh, it's a little bit gloomy, yeah. you know, uh, some, some, some points is grotesque, you know, um, stuff, yeah. pessimistic, but at the same time, this is his commentary on life in general. Yeah, it can get that way but at the same time it can also there are also silver linings i think with a with a longer form story like let's say batman he has he 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 dips into that darkness for longer Mm -hmm. than if it was 12 issues you know you dip into the darkness for two issues but the light is here by issue 10 it's uh, by issue 12 you know but with batman it's a hundred issues long so the darkness lasts for a longer time you know like the you thought you we were gonna get the wedding sometimes life doesn't work like that sonny and you he's, know he's, like
0: he's really good at darkness it's just really dark <laughs> it's just really, like,
1: dark and know, sometimes in in
0: 2019
1: the life is dark you know sometimes you want to escape that and <laughs> he in the jump same, no, into in the same
0: sense he did like you said in between those, you'll get some very poignant moments with Alfred or some very poignant moments with, uh, you know, any of the Robins, you know, and amidst the darkness, you will get a glimmer of light. But I do think that um, it, it is the she- the sheer volume of darkness versus the glimmers <laughs> of I, I do not I do not um, doubt that he'll be able to pick it all back up by the end. I just wonder sure. the stomachs of the reader how, you know if they know that there's going to be a good end, if they have the benefit of the doubt that he's going to do so. Um, because if you don't, it just seems like somebody's just doing like torture porn for t- torture porn's sake, right? Like they just, That's it's actually, um, as,
1: as of, I want to say press time. What do you call it when you're recording something? Right. Yeah, um, as of this press time, right. There's a controversy going on about a short Tom King Superman story where Superman is wondering about all the horrible things that could happen to Lois. Okay. You know, and some people, uh, it, it's a Walmart book, and people uh, yeah. are arguing that because it's a Walmart book, these are meant to be entry points for, for, uh, even children, right? right. <laughs> so, Kid picks up this issue of Superman. He's gonna see the equivalent of a Lois Lane snuff film.
0: Yeah, on every So, like, page. horrifying thing <laughs> that happens
1: to this <laughs> woman. So again, like, what, what, me personally? As long as it's well written, I don't care how dark you get or how light you get. That's not my business. I'm 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 riding the train until the until the, until this ride is over. Right. But I completely understand why other people would have an issue. Like I was saying, you know, it's 2019. Life is dark. Yeah. There's something everywhere you look, there's something else wrong. You know, sometimes you want to open up a book and you just want to feel some optimism. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should open up a Tom King book if that's what you're looking for. But but at the same time, maybe you should. Maybe you're going through some stuff. Maybe you got to get taken to another little darkness to be shown like, but
0: hey. You hey know, but you know, it's funny. Uh, Mr. Not- Miracle does. I feel does that. Uh, he has a good balance of both the light and the dark. It, it is extremely dark at points. But I feel like, and again, this is an organic uh, opinion coming, you know, right off the top of my head. That that's the point? Like, he's trying to say yes. that... Human existence is always going to be dark and bleak, but it's up to us as individuals to find the light.
1: Oh, that's that's, per, that's I feel like that should be written on a, a post it and then that that he wears on his forehead. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like these things that, will happen, they're unavoidable. Bad things are going to happen to you in your life. Your life continues because you are able to see that there's more of life to be had. And that you want to have it. You want to accept the rest of that life comes with. Which means that you want all the other BS too. Because that's coming too. It's never going to stop. Yeah, yeah. If,
1: if, if it's like it's probably the main, the main theme in the vision story. It's like if you. This is life. And if you want life. Life comes with dark. Life comes with light. This is just life. You know life is life. Yeah. You know. Uh, um, I just thanks. I, you know thanks Tom. Thanks for giving me this. I'm going to definitely, I'm, I'm, I need a copy of it for my shelf immediately.
0: I need that hardcover with that with those I, cool like uh, USB kind of drawings on the front. That was,
1: was actually a situation where I guess uh, Tom King's wife was wondering why they didn't have a copy of it,
0: mm-hmm. of the
1: vision. And like, they had to go through some stuff to get their own copy, even though they wrote the book. <laughs> What's going
0: on with Marvel in that? That's not the first time I've heard that. No, right? They're like cheap. <laughs> you know what, I mean, what the I'm hell? About that? I wrote it. Give me one. This I wrote that. I don't get a comp. <laughs> you know, oh my just... Gosh,
1: Disney's like this. I could just get this vision of Mickey Mouse. Like, nah, that's twenty dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you uh, were thanking Tom King, but I gotta thank you because I know that I read this on a fly. I heard so much about it, and I read it, and I was this thing took over my whole mind <laughs> for like a week, <laughs> and I brought it up to you. And I was like, I, I would really like you to like read this book. And it's a lot. It's two volumes, you know? Um, yeah. And it's like, you know, I'd really like to read it and talk about it. But I knew that once you got in, um, that these, this thing is going to sit on the same shelf as a lot of the greats, in my opinion. Um, oh,
1: absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And the, That's fact,
0: going- yep. the fact that it's all encompassing, like it's all in this one issue for this one run for the most part i mean yes you can follow viv through champions we spoke about all that kind of stuff you know uh uh vision is on the avengers so you can always follow him but this is gonna be such a cool clean 12 issue really an emotional roller coaster and it plays with all you you're laughing you're you're sad you're shocked you're angry you literally hit the gamut of all emotions in a story about things that are supposed to be emotionless (laughs) And it goes to show you the, the extent of our human empathy, how we can still feel for things and uh, f- realize when a situation is incredibly human. Uh, so I wanted to thank you for being able to dive in uh, deep with me with this, because if not, it would just been a one man rambling crazily about. All this kind of <laughs> stuff. And I, I do think that books like this and, com- you know, comic book stories like this are an experience like this, something you have to give someone and let oh, them go Oh absolutely. Grow on it. You know, and uh, I'm glad that we were able to not only have that experience, but share that experience with everybody uh, listening. And I'm, I'm going to start pushing people who don't read comics to this book.
1: Oh, they, this is like what? This is like a great work of literature. You know, like, OK, so this is about to be of a thing because we just had this situation. Well, Bill, 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 H, Mr. HBO, right? Bill Mr. Bill G- Bill Maher, right? Mayor, whatever. However you pronounce this douchebag's name, decided to um, tell comic book fans that they needed to grow up. You know that they needed to. That being proud of being a comic book fan was the equivalent of being proud that your mom still mits your uh, mittens, right? Yeah. But then you read, you read something like this, and it flies in the face of everything that he was saying.
0: Exactly. So it's like, and it makes you emote in a way, or question things in a way that he's never <laughs> done. probably
1: never experienced, yeah. this guy. You know, he's never, ever experienced something like this. If anything, I feel
0: sorry. Oh, I feel you, sorry you for get, him. You want to get more, Matt? Sure, <laughs> I'm he, always... He sure didn't mind cashing that uh, Iron Man 3 check. No, he didn't, right? He was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, right? he was. Absolutely War Machine's right. got a new paint job. Well, Mr. Yes. Mar. <laughs> you, you seem to not care but it makes sense you because he used to date a superhero know, you know he spent, you he, met, he spent many years with the uh the underrated superhero that we knew in the uh early aughts uh superhead so oh he, shoot <laughs> so, so he, i can understand his disdain towards superheroes i <laughs> understand, think he's like no
1: <laughs> more inexperienced you know that's an outside view he's so outside the bubble there are maybe millions of people just like him outside of the bubble who look down but then look when he grew up like this is an old man listen this is somebody's grandpa or something like he look at his freaking face you you know like he's this this in the in his time growing up maybe comic books were a little bit more childish and maybe there wasn't too much um too much like like uh, rich comic literature back then, yeah. but then that starts to speak to all the other people who are stuck in their ways and haven't opened their mind to the new generation of things. But again, let's not even get into that too much. He's, well, uh, he's uh, a he's a
0: he's he lost. We live in a world where a movie like <laughs> you know? Black Panther gets seven nominations in the Academy Awards. You Oof. know what I'm saying? We live in a world where seven great people make. Yeah. We live in a world Jesus. where where great people make great content and then other people grab that content, elevate it, and others grab that content and elevate it and that's to me what the comic book world is. Uh, you get Tom King's vision because someone said that there needed to be a vision on the Avengers. And you get that because someone said there needed to be an Avengers. And so you these are literally people compounding their own genius on top of each other and you don't get this anywhere else but here. You know, I don't wanna glorify some um some random auteur that beats his wife and, you know, <laughs> goes and <you> know, <laughs> squabbled all his money in with gambling debts. But, you know, he had a really profound thing on social politics. Like, no, I wanted I do want to sometimes get away from what you was talking about, like sometimes the mundane and the horrifying nature of regular life that that's out there where people like him are able to change the narrative. This doesn't t- I can't tell who what um Tom King's political leanings are from reading this book. You know what I'm saying?
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you know, I'm I'm actually very glad that um, I'm happy when Tom ta- when writers are keeping their own political ideas out of uh, out of comics because if you look at like some of Frank Miller's post 9/11 work, uh, <laughs> you you know it's like yikes. <laughs> Come on, Yikes.
0: Guys. just Come on, just, guys. I- Open a book. <laughs> um yeah. But this is this is a tour de force. This is um a book like I've never I've never read before. Um but I asked you uh before we started to record, if you could describe this book in one word, what would it be?
1: Who um oh that's a heavy question. One word. I don't want to say like depressing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it could be, it could be
1: No <laughs> No in a way in a way. But it's not just that, either. You know, it's not just depressing. It's, um... If I had to choose one word to describe this book, if, if besides great, yes. you know... Um, that was mine
0: for a while. It was, like, beautiful, masterpiece. I was just literally just expounding so upon how great what? it is as a as a I work. don't
1: blame you. I don't blame you. Like, it's not, it's not... It's not over... It's not overrating it to say that this is one of m- modern comics, like, this is a great work, you know, it's just a great all around, you know, um, I want to say that it's, it, it, I don't know off the top of my head, but I know it's been recognized by, by people outside of comics as well. Um, I had to use one word. It would just be like, like life. You know, It was just life, life, yeah. life. <laughs> like, it was just yeah. like, so all the different aspects of life, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I mean, but again, I can't recommend this enough. I like, if you're listening to this and you haven't read Vision, even though you know what's happened, you know, go out and read this. Yeah. Go out and read this. You're, you you, you, need to experience this. I'm going to be, I'm I don't really, even want to,
0: th- um, what you call it, I'm going to be the Jehovah Witnesses knocking on people's doors saying, have you heard of Tom <laughs> King's Vision?
1: <laughs> I don't even, I don't even ever want them to adapt this. No, you know, I, don't I, don't want, to, I don't even
0: want there to be like a sequel. This, to me, reminds me of The Prestige. Like it's just it's just this one no yeah, movie perfect the way it was yeah it's one Nolan movie uh, intricate but beautiful simple but you know extravagant and complex and just keep it there press stop that's it that's it it's just that if you want to experience that you go right to that there is no tangential ties to anything else you have to see it for what it is and um yeah I don't know if it needs to be adapted because I feel like adaptations are in, you know in particular. Uh, someone's point of view and I feel like with this book there's many point of views to be had
1: oh yeah absolutely there's just too much nuance and then there, there's so there's, there's, there's a few there's a few themes and, and levels of this book that you can only tell in the comic book medium
0: exactly like
1: no, some right. book, the way the narration contra- contrasts what's on the page and and, and certain things like that that you just can't adapt into any form Mm-hmm. I would love to see this just left alone. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, that's just I want it to be left alone, please. Yes. Yeah, please.
0: But make sure that uh, you guys pick up this comic. I, I know with the um when we got on the Instagram and stuff and was telling everybody what the episode this was. I had the links in uh, for Comixology and Amazon on there. I think I'm gonna put those in the show notes. I'm really gonna push for people to purchase this book. And uh, share it with friends. Share it with people that like comics. Share it with people who don't like comics. Um, it has a lot to say about share what... it with
1: people who have gone through mental health problems in their life. Yeah, they or need have lost. They, or they, have this a piece of life.
0: literature. Yeah. Because Absolutely. Ultimately, and it's beautiful that you said that. Ultimately, we all ca- we all live on the idea that we're not alone. That what we're going through is not alone. That the human experience is not alone. That we're not the only ones to ever feel this way. Go through this. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, fight ourselves because of it. And just the same way that, you know, Tony was able to stand there and help somebody that he may not even really have understood at the time. He was there, though, as a friend. and He chose to be there and, and help uh, bring uh, Viv back to life. You can do that with a person. You can show them, hey, listen, I may not know exactly how to express what you're going through and how you should feel and, or know what to say to make things better. But how does this make you feel? dealing with the same situations or, um you know in new nuanced ways and stuff it, it really um made me grateful it made me grateful for the medium it made me grateful for tom king which is something i probably couldn't have said six months ago uh <laughs> it made me grateful for vision that he exists and that he is as complex as he is and that for probably another 20 years we will not ask him for his story you know what, <laughs> what i'm saying like for yeah. 20 years, no one will ask what vision is up to but for In 2006, for 12 issues, he was up to probably the greatest thing (laughs) uh, to come to comic books and comic book media. So I'm very grateful that we were able to tackle this uh, on this show here.
1: I'm grateful that you, you put me on because it's one of those books that I always... Okay, so like sometimes I... I, I I know that a story is good but then you get so caught up in like modern reading like what's coming out like topical today what's coming out every Wednesday and it's like hard to go backwards sometimes you know it's hard to it's hard to pick up something even though you know it's great it's like I don't have the time because I'm too busy reading everything that's coming out this Wednesday you know so I'm grateful that I'm grateful that you actually took me backwards with this vision because I've always heard about it like I've always known like I've always known that it was great but I've never got to experience its greatness. So thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, no, I thank thank you. You are my uh Sherpa in a lot of my comic book uh pilgrimages and I this was something that I saw and if anything, um me reaching out to you was a thank you back. This was like uh this was like a reminder of why I why you're on the th- squad obviously definitely part of the click but uh reminder of why we have the click why this is this is because there is going to be moments in time where we read something so profound that we need to share it with one another and explain that it's not just a book it really has a profound meaning on people's lives and how they have uh good outlooks and stuff but we'll be doing more uh deep dives and all this stuff comic books television um you know we got Captain marvels around the corner next month
1: Oh, already, already—it's crazy. Sometimes when these movies get close, and I'm like thinking back to when it was just a name on a list. Yeah, oh, when you're, you were saying, <laughs> oh, like
0: two years ago. Yeah, I'll see that when that comes out. And now like, it's, yeah, exactly. you know, it's like, yeah, exactly. You know, wait a
1: minute, hold on. It's
0: insane. Um, um uh, Doom Patrol's coming out. We got Doom Patrol coming out. I hear. You. I'm
1: excited for that. I hear Young uh, Justice. Yeah. Oh my it?
0: goodness, that is an
1: entire—that's an entire podcast on its own. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, but we got—we're trying to cover all the uh, great things that come to comic books and comic book media as part of the Major Issues podcast. So we'd like to thank all you listeners out there for listening to the Major Issues podcast, which you can find on Stitcher, Podcast uh, Addict, Podbean, uh, the Apple Podcast app, available on every iDevice, Spotify, uh, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher—we are everywhere. Um, everywhere we, we are literally everywhere <laughs> and the easiest way to find us is to google major issues podcast and we're the first one to pop right up so uh, go ahead and do that if you'd like to actually reach out to us or the show you can do so at facebook.com slash comic book click instagram at comic book click or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest hottest latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media but if you want an instant reply you have a better chance of hitting at major issues cbc the official twitter for the major issues podcast. Um, and we have uh, gotten a little bit more interactive um, lately, and you guys are showing in spades that this is what you guys want. So we are happy to open our doors to uh, conversations, and especially when it comes to works like this. Uh, I hope to do more uh, prestige-level comics soon, uh, because the, the week-to-week <laughs> stuff is good, and the big block o- box office movies are good. But these quiet moments are really what make comics tick a lot of the times. And uh, I'm glad to have chopped it up here.
1: Oh, absolutely! I'm glad you brought me.
0: Definitely, but my name is George Serrano, A.K.A. the Don.
1: Hey, it's Jonathan Escadero, A.K.A. Yogi.
0: And this has been Tom King's Vision Run. Little worse than a man, little better than a beast. And whether you have punched a dog to death, whether somebody oh, has come into your, <laughs> whether somebody has come to your house with a glowing scythe and put it through one of your children. Whether your girlfriend doesn't laugh at your jokes as much as your ex used to, or, <laughs> or, 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 or whether you are destined to not be victorious. Remember, be happy you are alive. Remember, we are the clique. And remember, you, yes you, are worth.